<laughs> it's recording. I promise you. Are you sure? I hit record. How do we know? Uh, there's a red box and a green button at the same time, and usually that means I got a recorded. red box. <laughs> if I had a box, mine would be red too. Yeah, it would. Hey, 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 I'm Dave Coulier. Cut it out. God, the Antichrist. Right from the get-go. What just happened? That was a hard cut. Once again, post-production, I faded out. So you're, uh, okay. we've had this discussion that you're supposed to just pretend it doesn't happen. But I'm supposed to also <laughs> somehow remember, and that's not how life works. Hello, people. Hello, hello. Should I keep that cut in now so they know what it sounds like, whatever it fucks with you? What do you mean? The intro theme. Keep it fucked up? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they, so then they can hear the example. So they understand why we're having this conversation? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. All right. It'll be fucked up at the beginning. Okay. Chop. Fuck it up on purpose. <laughs> and then I'll have to somehow remember, need to make a note for I myself I usually or try to fade it out. Okay. But I forgot. Fade so out. So we both forgot something. So we're on an even slate. So, hello, I'm Michelle. I'm Sam. And we are here to review an album for us. And we've been listening to an album this last week, and we are going to talk about it later. We're going to talk about later? What do you want to talk about now? I don't know. We usually shoot the shit. Let's not talk about the album at all. Let's just not play it. The whole time? Yeah, when people come in to listen to it, they're like, fuck. Well, can we actually do that on the next No, no, no. I was wondering if we were going to give a a little behind the scenes. I just know that my stuff is definitely easier for me to listen to. So if you just, you know, want to not listen to it on a Sam week, I'm just saying I would be into something like that much more. Whatever. <laughs> She's already been listening to the next episode's band. Yeah, well, we talked about on the last episode that we might be doubling up and getting some episodes in the bank. We're back in shit. But this is that's, where we that's haven't yet, lingo. so it's time to get this. Well, it's not just podcast well, lingo. Yeah, bank. podcast lingo. Bank. Uh, Mic stand. Isn't banking uh, also record. a term in pool? In pool? You yeah, you bank, bank off shot. The back. Yeah, it's also a term when you put something in the spank bank for later. I'm not sure if ladies have a spank bank or not. It's. I don't know if you've seen pornography before, but it's definitely possible for a woman to spank it. Yeah, but I don't know if they have a spank bank. Where you store items in your brain for later. Actually, it's probably more women. I than was going to say we're known for remembering things and holding on to things, <laughs> so we definitely have archives, archives of things to spank of spank bank material. Two, sweet. I just, I would just. What's in your spank out. bank? My spank. You gotta bank? give me one thing. I don't. I would. You don't spank. I'm in an age where if I was spanking it all the time, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have anything in my brain. I would just look at material and be like, oh, I got that minute and a half out of the way. Okay. Because, I mean, jerking off was never a, like, time to be romantic. It was always like... Oh, yeah. If it was like more than two minutes, something was wrong. And, like... I'm just out to get the juices out and get back onto my day. 
that's yeah that's always that's why i always thought it was weird when people like invest in porn it's like you never just watched porn to like did fucking come as soon as you could <laughs> what do you what do you mean invested do you mean no, like they bought it or they're some, like no, watch the story and they're invested like in investing it. in the story because some people are like i want to know the story and i'm just like i don't care i think uh, for some people uh, the story is what gets the hormones going they're, it's part of the fantasy it's well not, it's, it's always not just i need a dick and a vagina going at it it's i need to think of I already have a crush on the mailman, so I want to watch mailman pornography, where he shows up to give a package. That used to be a <laughs> fantasy of mine when I was a super hormonal teenager. <laughs> yeah, it actually was. And it wasn't the specific mailman, because it's a certain, it's a person who we know's father. Really? But it wasn't like that person specifically. <laughs> it was literally just, I'm super horny, it's the middle of summer. I've been fucking laying around watching my dad's movies and jerking off to the sex scenes. Oh, it comes back. The suitcase comes back. So up. in my head, it'd be like, what would happen if it was like, in, my, in a fantasy world, if like some other fucking if, mailman showed up? <laughs> and like, so you weren't thinking of him personally? No, just like someone, <laughs> even though I in real life, it would have been him. <laughs> But I'm not judgmental. I was a hormonal teenager. I hadn't been fucked before. It, so it was just it, like the idea of like someone showing up and just being like, ooh, I'm gonna fuck you. And I'd be like, oh yeah, fuck me. My dad's at work. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm an underage girl and you're a man in your late 30s, at least. <laughs> that didn't have, it didn't have to be the actual mailman. Mailman. So, are you telling me? I want to jerk should, off. Do I need to invest in a mailman outfit? I'll do this. <laughs> I mean, we have been together for a while, it's, so maybe it is time, time to, to spice, spice it things up with up. role play. Hi. So UPS. You, you are going to be I'd look a better mailman in a UPS outfit. Because it's hold on. brown. Wait, let's go. Hold on. I'm going to stop. I was going to ask this a question before. Is the mailman more of a ro- mailman? I put it a D at the end. Mailman. Is he rotund? Mustachioed and glasses. Oh, is that like? Is that am I thinking of the correct of who you're mailman? Confirming, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I thought you were talking about like rotund is not an unattractive thing to me. No, no. I was just describing who the mailman was. I could have said that, or I could have said limpy guy. Because it's always been my thing. Oh, I know what you're. Oh, well, maybe I don't. Who you know who you mean? Uh, but we'll we'll converse on the break. Yeah, <laughs> I we, need names. we can't say names. I need names uh, on this one, and I don't feel like bleeping shit out. <laughs> yeah, I don't fucking know. Because I was getting ready to just say something. I would look better. I said I would look better in the UPS uniform because it was brown, and you said brown, and that's exactly why. I think it flattered me a little bit more. Okay. Then the blues. But I'm pretty brown, so I mean, I might. I wouldn't look flattering on you. <laughs> be nasty. The idea of people who want to record themselves fucking is also kind of beyond I me. I would never want to watch myself have sex. Ever. I assume it looks fucking awkward because I can't dance. So I assume <laughs> So I assume my hips are just as awkward in the fucking area as they are in the dancing area. <laughs> and I have no ass, so it just I I, I wouldn't want to ever see it. Ever. I don't even want to look down while it's happening. <laughs> See my gut. <laughs> well, if that's how you feel about yourself, then we need to black out the room from now on. 
Oh, I mean, I don't, I don't need the lights out. I'm Probably. saying I'm just not going to film it and pop it in and be like, yeah, check it out, right? <laughs> Look at me go. Well, you're, I didn't Look think. Look at me, I got a cramp. Most people don't just show it to like their friends and stuff. Oh, you don't? Oh, my mistake. Is Yee. it? Yee hee hee. You just looking at me like that. It's like a weird metamorphosis. By the way, I was able to totally uh-huh. jam out to a Michael Jackson song earlier. Oh, I yeah. I don't so remember which one it was. So you're back on. But I totally jammed to it. It's I've good been, music. I it is good music. I've also been reading things about oh, really? how um there are some facts that don't line up from both of the accusers of like timeline and where they said that things took place, but like that hadn't even been built until after they like two years after they stopped coming around and stuff. So they're just timeline things that don't add up. And I guess there's some guy who did a biography of Michael and there was a conversation through Twitter that happened back and forth between him and the filmmaker about how some of the facts were not correct. And it was acknowledged that some of the men's facts were were not true. And I I don't know. I was in a truck today. With my boss, and uh, when he turned it on, a Michael Jackson song was on the radio. And I was like, oh, shit, they're still giving him the radio time. Some people are. Yeah. but I knew some people had cut it out, so uh-huh. that's why I was well, interested. It was weird for me for a while, but I that, don't know. That documentary is so graphic it, that it, it really puts a really bad taste in your stomach, a really bad feeling in your stomach, and it just makes you like... It's kind of disgusted for a jarring. good while. For at least two weeks, I was thinking of it like in grimy, and I felt grimy when I thought of it. You know, yeah, it kind of subsided because I stopped really thinking about it. But it definitely had a mental and physical effect. Mm-hmm. It, I agree. It was a whole psyche fuck. <laughs> Absolutely. Much like an ass fuck. Much like a mind fuck, as some would say. Oh. <laughs> All right. So. So. What was, what was that sound? Clarence is chewing on something that sounds like a bone, and it's popping in her mouth. Okay. By the way, yeah. In reference to the last episode where I told uh-huh. a story about something she did, yeah. I spent a little bit of time out back today. Yeah. And oh man! I did see at least remnants of two in the yard. Two two used two, tampons two that went tampiones. through her. I don't know that that it came out as shit, though. I think she puked it up after I put her outside for a while. Good. But I don't think she puked all of it up. Well, hopefully. I mean, she seems to be okay. Yeah. But, yeah. And by the way, you grossed Tom Jeffries out. He sent me a personal message. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) He said he was grossed out like the first two minutes. But I said, you're welcome. (laughs) It's a really, really nasty topic. It was. And guess what? And that's why. We're the ones who had to see it happen. Been grossed out by her. We didn't watch her do it. I did. I had a camera set up in the bathroom. 
That's a that goes in my spank bank. I was gonna say that's the that's your spank bank. That's what we came back around to is the spank bank material is the dog eating used tampons out of the bathroom trash. So we listened to an album and we are going to talk about it. This album is Alanis Morissette's Jagged Little Pill. Yeah. So it's Alanis or is it Alanis? Alanis. Okay. And this is her third album. She had released two albums in Canada before this. This was her international debut. There were six singles, which is pretty big. I noticed that while I was listening to it. I was like, God damn, this song's on it too? This song's on it too? Yeah, like half of the album yeah. was released. It's like the No Doubt album. Yes, kind of. Almost every song. Well, I'd say there were fewer. Yeah. But No Doubt was still, because they had more tracks. I'm not used to bands having that many singles Mm -hmm. off of an album. So when it's like that, it's kind of wild. But I had read also that this is one of the best-selling albums of all time. Uh, It has sold 33 million copies worldwide. That's a lot. That's a fucking lot for one album. Most people, not most people, but most big celebrities, that will be like their entire catalog will be... This band sold 33 million albums total in their career. This is just one album. Which, I mean, she never had an album that came close to the success of this. Um, because she grew up and she was less angsty and it happens. How old is she on this album? I'm not sure. She was a young adult. Like 21, 22? I don't know. I'm going to figure it out. Well, you can if you I'll would like to. Um, I did on the horn. find out earlier. Also, I was not aware that Jagged Little Pill is a musical. And it will be coming <coughs> to Broadway in fall uh. of 2019. Yikes. I can't imagine that. But I don't... Uh-huh. I usually hate the idea of... Because I know they did that with American Idiot. And I don't like that album. I don't care about it. But yeah. I think... I believe that it was successful as a musical or I, is successful. I mean, it's, does it still, I don't know anything about it. So I kind of forgot about that. So as you're bringing this up, this doesn't sound so odd as it did when you brought it up before we started recording. It's just weird for me to imagine this. Cause it would, I just imagine a lady who looks like Alanis with very long, brown hair just flailing around and angry and going through the motions don't really get it um fuck what was i gonna say she was 21 so yeah you guessed correctly one so she had been a star since she was like 14 or something like that was she releasing albums early as i wonder if she was releasing albums early as like her writing songs or if she was kind of a she was working for a company and doing songs that people wrote for her, and then she like was jagged little pill like the I'm on my own album now since it was so angsty. So from what I've read, she started recording or not recording but writing when she was still in Canada, but couldn't get anything. And then like, but was planning on going to LA and then moved to LA, met this guy who was just someone who she like collaborated with for it. And I guess they had like really good chemistry and wrote this together. Huh. So she said that, or it was said in whatever I read 
that she uh, didn't really have much. She wasn't really inspired until she met that guy. And then boom. And then boom, they created hmm. this. It's interesting how you can meet somebody and then something just takes off mm-hmm. in a weird way, you know, really. It's interesting. Expected. And it went in a different direction than she had been in the past. And this is how America and the rest of the world really learned of Alanis with this album. But then Canadians were like, oh, we know. Oh, we know. Oh, my oh, God. We know. What's this? What is this? They were like, what's oh, this we, sound? We know. Hey. Is that okay? I don't know. Is that what you're doing? Hey. Is that what it turned into? Uh, I'm a I'm from Toronto. Welcome to Canada. Uh, I'm from British Columbia, Vancouver, to be exact. I'm Canadian. Let's connect our Canadian tentacles. That's right, Canadians. I'm on to you. Yeah, that's how you learn who people are without them knowing what you're doing to them. I actually know a couple Canadians, and they're fucking cool people. Have you seen their tentacles? Yeah, that's what makes them cool. (laughs) All right, so let's get into this album. Let's start with track number one. This was actually the sixth single, which I think I said that weird. Sixth sixth single uh, is the first track. It's weird, too, what you choose to introduce you to the world and to another country is what you decide to put out last. I don't know. Just weird. Here we go. There's prominent harmonica in this whole album. Mm-hmm. The trains are coming. <laughs> it is very conductory. Do I stress you out? And her voice. My sweater is on backwards and inside out, and you say how? Um, she definitely, she definitely does that on purpose. I don't want to Because there's songs later where she sings and she doesn't do that, and she can sing like uh, technically prettier. I'm putting that in quotations. Yeah, but this is definitely. Like She's a, definitely putting it on. Yeah, I think she like being weird to be weird, which gets you the attention. Oh, that was that was interesting. Yeah, it's not another bland voice in the pop world. It definitely makes her stand out. Oh yeah, it's crazy that she had the confidence, especially from an early age. To be like, this is my voice, which I mean, she's not used it like this until now. Yeah, I was gonna ask if it was like the first album she really hammed it up in that way. Yeah, I felt I can feel it in the album. I don't know anything about it, but I can feel it in the album that this was like a a big deal for her. Yeah, like it's not just a it's like an a, album she wrote. It's like a whole new life phase. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, it means something to her. Spit it out. I'm frustrated. I love it. I fucking love it. (laughs) And it's so bad. (laughs) It sounds... Her vocals are awful, but it just works. It sounds like it hurts a couple times. I don't know. It just works for her. I mean, I don't... And I said to Sam before, I've not listened to any other album of hers. 
I never really got into any other singles of hers. Just this album is all I've ever really liked. I've done that with bands. I've done that with people. Mm-hmm. It's just for some reason that one album. Have you even tried other albums or is it just... No, and I've heard singles, but the singles were never anything close to this. She just went in another direction. She went straight in the like... Yeah. Uh, Lilith Fair Indie Woman sort of like <laughs> Lilith Fair Indie Woman How did you come upon this album? I don't know anything about your history with this album um, I heard the songs on the radio and my sister was a big fan and she got the cassette tape and when she got it I was able to listen to it and by the way as angsty as this is there's definitely some cheese in it as well Oh yeah, I mean you're that young, you're gonna. Did you think about your <laughs> I was just talking about not talking about age. I was just talking about the song. Oh, I think no, I think I was saying age because of there's things in the whole album that I think get to cheese land, and I think it's because of a younger age where you're gonna naturally be a little cheesier, just from I don't know. Kind of speed younger. I mean, you just be more way different. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I'm way different than I was when I was 21. Do you have an opinion on her voice? I, uh, it's obviously ridiculous at yes. points, uh, especially in this song. Like I said earlier, there's other times where she's she's got a traditionally good voice, you know, traditional female voice where she's just middle of the road. She can hit notes. Yeah. Uh, while I understand it's ridiculous and it's kind of hard to handle sometimes, I still appreciate the weirdness because it's intriguing and it's not boring to me. I'd be way more bored with a traditional female singer because I just, you know, I don't really like female vocals that mm-hmm. much. So I'd, since it's weird... Sometimes, edgy sometimes, even distorted at times. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I appreciate it. It's, it was easier to listen to because it was weird. And I'm going to go ahead and say that I was way surprised by the writing of this album. I was shocked by the lyrical content. Just, mm-hmm. I expected less. Yeah, I didn't expect actually... it to be as a... <clears throat> I didn't expect to enjoy it as much as I did. It, I didn't say the word did. The lyrics did. be as maybe like thoughtful, as yeah, thought filled uh-huh. and be as deep. Yeah, like you didn't I, expect I expected that much. it to be more floaty, I guess, and just and about like kind of about nothing almost. Yeah, or yeah, whiny would have been a good one. Even though they are kind of whiny, they're more angry. Most of them. I, I although she's not, and I mean, I'm sure we'll get to this because you said that there are aspects of this that remind you of Fiona Apple. I don't get that at all. Ever. I I don't have that feeling, but it's kind of the same in the sense of just being kind of different, having your own sound, not uh, always going with the best cut, you know, based on how pretty it sounds, going with what you thought got it, at a point. Did it feel right. Across yeah. the best. and uh, That's definitely happening on this album because... Anybody could have picked this apart and been like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, 
Your voice cracked out for a second there. You're just like making this weird ass whiny noise, but and I think that that's I don't know because I am really turned off by voices sometimes. And even though this one is hard to deal with, it's kind of funny at the yeah, same time. Uh-huh. Like, there's no point that it ever just, like, is, is nails on a chalkboard. I can laugh at the cheesy I, parts. I agree. I agree. And I, I'm not I'm just like, oh, I can't, I can't do it. Like, and yeah, I don't know. And a lot of this song, or a lot of the songs on this are at least, I don't know, half of them or so, are more upbeat Kind of like this, even though I would say this song is maybe a little uh, rockier, or at least one of yeah. the heavier tracks yeah. on the album. Definitely. I just had this thought, too. I bet it also helped appeal to artsier females, mm-hmm. too, to let her be a little weird, but still be pop, because then, like, artsier girls are like, oh, cool, now I'm a little weird. And but I still kind of want to fit in at the same time. Well, from what I read, she kind of went more in the angsty direction, and the guy that she was working with kind of pulled her more in a poppier direction. So he was that kind was of the good. balance. That was good for her, I'm mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Good. Well, she was also pretty poppy, so she could have rebelled and oh, taken it too yeah. far. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So he... I think if it weren't for this guy, and I'm not sure, I don't remember his name. I don't. I didn't recognize his name. I'm gonna call him Peter Peterson. But uh, he, I think, he should be pretty well known for his hand in this album because this album was fucking huge. Yeah. I didn't even realize how big this album was. Um, so let's. We're not gonna learn your name, but you're it's Peter Peterson. Um, but I think we should stop pussyfooting around and get to <laughs> what this album is really about. Um, oh, here this we is go. The first single, this was the introduction that she gave people to this. This is fuck you, Dave Coulier. You ought to know. <laughs> I want you to know. Now, one thing people don't know, and I think it's crazy, I feel like everyone should know this. I guess this guy had connections to, he knew Flea and Dave Navarro. Flea is playing the bass in this song, and Dave Navarro is playing the guitar. I feel like people should know that. I think it's crazy that people don't. That's just not known. Yeah, that is weird that it's not Because they're fucking famous. Yeah, that's very weird. And so that means, was this the Red Hot Chili Peppers era of Dave Navarro then? I think so, because they came out with, blood not Blood Sugar Sex Magic, they came out with One Hot Minute around this time, and that's when Dave Navarro was in the band. Gotcha. I think it was a little before this. But it's in that same time frame. So if you listen, you can hear the flea style oh, on yeah. the bass. Especially later, like after the second verse. Mm-hmm. You, I, I think I said something to you like, man, the bass. I never noticed the bass mm-hmm. in that song. Like right now. He's putting that like funk fills in there. Um, Glenn Ballard. Okay. Is that the guy? I don't remember. It's gotta be. Yeah, where she met producer Glenn Ballard. They had an instant connection and began co-writing and experimenting with sounds. There you go. 
Walker. No, no, he wasn't. <laughs> Dave Coulier, I guess, was asked about this song, if it was about him, and he said yes, and then later retracted it. So he either just went along with it because he wanted to fucking bandwagon on this show or on the song after his show, but I don't know. I think it's about him. As far as I'm concerned, I don't care if it's not. It's about him. I mean, if I he... picture him in my head the whole time with that moose puppet. Cut it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought that was gonna be the bass fill thing where Flea's like, then Anthony Kiedis comes in. He's like, yeah. California. California. Chicken. We do a lot of that. California. Uh, I think we talked about this on the last episode. Remember, I said that. Uh, yeah, it was the Dead Kennedys episode where I said, like, so many songs get monotonous because they just—you can tell—they just recorded all the drums like, in a row, all with the same drum tones, all with the same guitar tones, all with the same bass. This album does not do that. It's all different drum tones. Mm-hmm. Each song has its own tone. Each song has its own guitars. Uh, you can tell that there's like electronic drums mixed in every once in a while on bridges where like the snare tone changes and it's completely electronic. But like this is live. Which is uh, gives texture to an album that as I'm listening to albums that aren't just thrash metal and punk all the time, I'm noticing helps texture and album the song jams as far as I'm concerned like she doesn't get like super weird on this song she does that kind of like wail so one thing that I like to do and like to kind of revel in uh, I like to look for covers because for me, it's just kind of fun to hear someone else's take. Um, a lot of times I don't enjoy covers. I usually don't. That's when it's the best. But it's always fun to check things out. Now, if there is a cover that this certain person has done, I will always try to play it if I can. Um, that goes for saying actually someone else as well, I imagine. I guess if Weird Al... Did oh. a version of anything that I definitely would. Weird Al. Oh, that's twice. Ready? One, two, three. Don't you need a like time to be able to do it? Yeah, but I have to do it twice. Why? Because we both said it once. Oh. So, also, if Richard Cheese ever does a version of a song... I was going to guess Richard Cheese. I think that... It's worth at least checking out. So this is Richard Cheese, you ought to know. I want you to know that I'm happy for you. I wish nothing but the best for you. Sounds actually genuine at the beginning. Oh, it's lounge time, bitch. Ooh, listen to that stand-up go. 
version of me Is she perverted like me? Would she go down on you in a theater? Does she speak eloquently? And would she have your baby? I'm sure she'd make an excellent mother Cause the love that you gave that we made Was unable to make it enough for you to be open wide Thank you I, <laughs> I like his style on this a lot you But you're still alive and I'm here he says went away too to deny me of the cross I bear that you gave to me you 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 wanna know I've never noticed that when you went away I only know because the weird owl forget about me when he's in the does the polka in the middle of dinner he was like, a slap in the face how quickly I was When you went away it's like when He you makes an extra W Cause the joke until late in the bed with me And I'm not gonna pay anything Close your eyes and you know it <laughs> He just mumbled <laughs> half of that He just mumbled half back. Hope you feel it. Can you feel it? And I'm here I like it I like this I do too The funny the weird thing is though I can, I can get sick of Richard Cheese fast Cause like It's the same shtick Pretty much every time And some of them aren't Near as good But this is like jamming I agree And I didn't know Richard Cheese until you The song is Getting ready to end On its own So I was just gonna let it It's like half the length Oh yeah You 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 ought to know Fantastic Weird Al used to get mistaken for Richard Cheese a lot. When you'd download songs off of Napster, mm-hmm. and it'd be like something about like Star Wars or something. Or there'd be some racist songs oh, yeah. that were insane. That was definitely not Weird Al or Richard no, Cheese. never. I always didn't like that. Like you, you could see it on the list, and it'd be like, you're just a Jew or something like that. Like, well, we obviously know that's not Weird Al. Unless he's very anti-Semitic. <laughs> we just didn't know it. Well, I feel the way to decipher the songs that you know from the songs that you don't know are by pointing out the ones that aren't releases. So this next one is the first non-single. It's track three. Perfect. It takes things down a bit. Okay, yeah, This is finally a song I hadn't heard. And this is her indie girl. Uh-huh. But I like I like the lyrics on this. I like that she comes from she kind of speaks generally. She doesn't just like speak about herself and her perspective. She'll say like boy and girl uh-huh. at different times yeah, in the yeah. song. Yeah. And I kind of appreciate that. This pressures that everyone has about like you're not good enough. This this song is so weird to me <clears throat> because well, half of me like really likes it and I love the message and stuff, mm-hmm. but the other half of me, it's like the corniest song I've ever heard in my yes. entire life. Yeah, it's very corny, but super like super cheese. <laughs> but at the same time, like I already said, like I'm yeah. like, yeah, you're right. They're like, that's a good message. Like, <laughs> I get what you're trying to say because I'm sure recording at 14 was probably fucking tough. You're already making albums. It's just when how we 14. all go through it. But it's, I don't know, she just takes kind of like a more negative taunt, like, side of it. Yeah, she could have taken like the, uh, like, I'm the hurt, uh, the side. abused one. Yeah. But this is like the one talking down. Yeah, it's interesting. 
Which I can hear people saying all this shit. Gotta make me proud. <laughs> yeah, this is... <laughs> it's cheese central. This is fucking American craft singles. This <laughs> <laughs> shit isn't good enough to eat. But I, I, I don't. I like it, but I don't. It's so weird. Beer, near, near. It's I so think weird. That, that guitar right there also makes it cheesier. I, I do like this, though. I do, I too. I think this is genuinely good. And I think she's actually like feeling it right here in the studio. Mm-hmm. Why are you crying? It's so corny, but it's uh, it's it's technically good. I don't know. It's so weird to me. It's weird listening to your albums. <laughs> I'm a straightforward guy. God damn it. It goes boom chit, boom chit, boom chit. <laughs> boom chit, boom chit. Yeah. Sorry, there are meanings behind things sometimes. <laughs> I do. I like this about this podcast, though. I actually. I'm getting more flavor, so to speak. And it's actually. That would happen anyway, because I think that happens with everybody with age, where you just start to like things that you never thought you would have enjoyed. Mm-hmm. And you almost would have. Like been mad if someone thought you did at one point so doing this podcast where it makes me listen to something new every week it's, mm-hmm. it's almost like i'm i'm where i'm at at 33 was where i would have naturally been at like 41 <laughs> maybe maybe <laughs> maybe maybe 57 that's why again not to toot our horns but i i just genuinely like I like the premise of what we do because like we it. because we do have, as you guys have heard, uh, excuse me, I'm gassy as fuck. Um, I'll usually pretty differing opinions until we actually listen to it and give it a chance. And it might <clears throat> be something that we will never choose to listen to it again, but we fucking gave it a try. Uh-huh. I found many times I don't hate something as much as I thought I would have. Mm hmm. Like almost almost every time, actually. Well, yeah, I, I don't That's know about true. for you <laughs> because and even the first listen is always, always, always harder. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. the first time you listen to it, and sometimes it's like, like I said about. Remember that first Neil Young. Yeah, that's what I've been thinking about this entire time. I rem- when we were texting each other and listening to it, just like this is so awful. This is gonna be so hard. And then it like it got way easier. It way got easier. easier. It's not like it got better. We didn't enjoy it per it's se, got but it gets easier, and you sort of see things from the perspective of how someone could like it instead of just hearing it, writing it off, and never giving it. A real fucking try again. And, and really, isn't it better to listen to it and then know if you were writing it off? Isn't it better to then listen to it and go, "Okay, I was correct. That's I, how I, I was writing it off for a real reason for me, That's... and I can give you reasons now." And then when you come up to me, I can say, "No, I actually did listen to this album, and uh, I can actually give you critiques." That's always <laughs> been a part of me keeping up with certain popular culture. Yeah, like with because I still kept up with music for a while, but a lot of and I still do. Like, I don't hate everything, but I hate a lot of the current pop 
sound, like the current pop hip hop sound. Yeah. Like anything that sounds similar to like Drake. Yeah. Makes me want to fucking bash my head in. Uh-huh. Can't stand it. All right, but are you saying you've actually listened to it? I have listened to some of it, yeah. And, you, and it's you're, it's very easy to just write, write something off and not give it a shot at all. But then I will, I have liked things by certain people yeah. that kind of I'm surprised by, but, and I like don't like them overall, but there might be one or two songs that I don't hate or maybe even enjoy. So it's just huh. interesting yeah. how that works. It is. I, I, I'm not good with current pop music in any form. I understand. I, I That's get, why we've been playing around in like the 90s and oh, the 70s. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't th- yeah, it'd be hard to get anything current. And I do hear current music at work. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm just crapping. I'm sure there's music out there that's not on the radio that I would like. I just don't actively search for it. I don't look for any new music. But again, you know what you like and don't like because yeah. you're listening. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I can tell you. There are no current radio pop songs that I enjoy at all, and I can make fun of every single one and do when they come on. There might be like one every once in a while that'll be like, oh, I love this bass line, Mm -hmm. and I can't remember what it is. And you know what other song I actually didn't hate is that, uh, fuck, I can't believe this is one of those songs I didn't hate. Ah, damn it. I'll try and think of it. Oh, we'll come back. We'll never get back to it. Fuck it. So that build up for nothing. Now we're going to play the next, the second single. I'm sorry. She's a single machine. Second single, hand in my pocket. Do's it. I'm broke, so far, it's three I'm singles poor, out of four tracks. Yeah. Uh, to speak to what I was saying earlier, electronic drums for the beginning of the song, you can tell. And then when it kicks into a more broad part of the song, I'm pretty sure it's going to come in with real drums. I think. It'd be smart of them, says the musical professor. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I think it might stay like this. Uh, but I, I never know. noticed right she here? changed the lyrics. Oh, there you I go. They, and I think they keep the electronic drums going along with it. Yeah. But then they add in the real. I was gonna say I remember drums. that the electronic drums I think stay. But yeah, you are right about adding real drums. It's just there's like certain tropes and things. Yeah. And you and you would just know that would bring more life to it because that. Those electronic drums had like a closed sound to it. Mm-hmm. So if you bring a nice open snare to it, it'll free it up. And I got a human playing stuff. It just adds a more human feel and you can emote to it more. Uh, I never noticed she added different lyrics after the, I got one hand in my pocket and the other something, 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 well, something. Really? I just always assumed, you know, I don't really listen to lyrics. Yeah. So I just always assumed it was the same thing all the time. And it's, it's funny <laughs> to listen to what they are. Like, give me that peace sign. Piano. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you're right. It's all funny. Like, it's mm-hmm. a goofy voice, but it's not like hard to listen to. You can laugh on it, but like, she's hitting notes. Yeah. She's singing. I, I can't believe how much I didn't hate this album, first of all. 
And I can't believe how much I actually kind of liked it. Like, I don't think I'll ever, well, oh, fuck. That's fine. I don't think I'll ever pop it in, but yeah. if you listen to it, it probably just like TLC, I'd just be like, whatever. I'd probably be able to listen to this easier than TLC. Though. Yeah. Just because I'm a rock and roller kind of guy. Oh, see, they cut out the... I'm chicken shit. I'm sick, but I'm pretty. Uh-oh, I'm gonna have to sneeze. Love it. She's real good at writing lyrics. And, uh. She real good. She real good. I don't know. She seems like she actually was a musician instead of a hired girl. Because yeah. when we grew up, there was definitely musicians who were just hired guys. While they may have been talented oh, yeah. and ended up with a career in music. And ended up, well, I mean, even the monkeys, they yeah. fucking started. Yeah. They weren't playing instruments yeah, on the exactly. albums. But they had to tour and they had to learn how to yeah. play and they became God. musicians. Do you remember watching the monkeys behind the music? Uh, in the fucking movie? There was a movie too. Did I watch the movie? I'm not sure. I grew up on the Oh, oh monkeys, yeah, I did. So. Because it shows the Mike the Nesmith fight. the Mike Nesmith scene where he punches a hole in the wall. Well, there's also the thing Sorry where fight? Mickey <laughs> throws water in some like music producer's face. That sounds about right. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, okay. I definitely watched that movie. Know that in the future, the monkeys are something that oh, you will be cool. listening to. I'm excited. I like the monkeys. I fucking love the monkeys. I'll, I was raised on the TV show uh-huh. and listening to them. Uh-huh. My parents saw uh, Weird Al open for the monkeys Fuck in yeah. the 80s. My mom saw the monkeys. She saw the tour bus go by and looked over and Peter Tork was sitting right there and they all went, Peter! Oh! Because they were all teenage girls and they all freaked out. And now he's dead. And then they all slid off the chairs they were sitting in and hit the ground. But your mom didn't. No, my mother is a dry, dry lady. She wasn't dry, but she held that shit tight. (laughs) Nothing was slipping out of her. (laughs) So, (laughs) um, Besides two beautiful boys. So we're, well, I guess that was a great segue into something else that's uncomfortable. Um, there's a cover of this, which... Oh, I didn't know this was happening. So it's by a band I've never liked anything they've ever done. And I don't necessarily think that this is good. <laughs> I like how this starts. Um, but yeah, Hand in My Pocket by Imagine Dragons. Oh, fuck no. Yeah. I don't like his voice. I think it starts out okay. I think it gets worse as it goes on. I can't remember what song Imagine Dragons does, but when somebody's hate it. been like, this is Imagine Dragons, I've I'm been like, oh, fuck. I'm poor, but I'm kind. I think they I'm usually sure sound a little more electronic healthy. than this. Yeah. That's what I thought. And I'm high, but I'm it's an acoustic version, I'm more so, I believe. It's not as bad as I was expecting so far. Yeah, it's live acoustic. what it all I don't think it's too bad. I think if you saw this, some guys doing this at like little Charlie's down the street, you'd be like, oh, fuck, that was cool. Yeah, I just don't love the voices even. Uh, just it's not my style of voices. But I'm sober. I'm young. But it's like a, almost like a Jack Johnson y sound. And I never liked Jack Johnson. Yeah. I, I Nothing against him, it's just never my thing. My only critique on that is the voices. It's got that fucking cheese ball 
guy that brings a guitar to a campfire sign and like yes. looks at girls and he smiles as he sings. You know that douchebag mm-hmm. I can't stand that's actually good looking and like can sing Has and girls like look and- Yeah. Yeah. But like chooses the corniest fucking songs and like yes. really only knows like five chords, but only guys like me know that. I don't like <laughs> these saying Pocky. Like I wanna hand in my Pocky. <laughs> My Pocky. Pocky. Said I haven't got it all figured out just yet. Figured? Oh, yeah. That's weird. Are they from a different country? I'm not sure. Maybe they're like... He sings Pocky. Yeah, he definitely says Pocky. The chicken Pocky. He's got the chicken Pockies. I'm free, but I'm focused. It wasn't near as bad as I thought it was going to be. Well, I want to hear this because this is my favorite verse, so I'm just curious. Baby. I'm sad, but I'm laughing. I'm brave, but I'm chicken shit. I'm sick, but I'm pretty. Baby. Baby. Well, he didn't say I'm chicken sheet like I thought he was going to say. <laughs> yeah, but he needs to sheet or right. get off the pot. All right. All right. Here we go. Just a young gun with the quick fuse. I was This is Imagine Dragons. I hear this song at work and I fucking hate it. Have you heard this song? I don't recognize it, but I just... What's it called? Thunder. Here it comes. This is horrible. No, I've never heard this. Yeah. I hear this song, like, I don't know, eight times a day at work when the pop radio is on. Oh, man. Because you know how radio works. They play, like, the same 12 fucking songs over and over again. I am not a fan of that. I know that song quite well. That's an example of what I was saying earlier, that I do know the things I don't like. (laughs) But I can't believe that that's them doing the acoustic version, because that's a thousand times better than that. That's the best I've ever heard them sound before. However... Not my thing. Still not your thing. Not into it. Do you like my little cove I've made? It makes a little sound. With your legs. By the way, I heard a man today in front of the store at me. Or, <laughs> the store in front in of the store at me? <laughs> he was in front of me at the store. And I was just looking down at those dub magazines, something, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And I hear this he's person's like, having a baby. He, and somebody goes, oh, those jalapeno, uh, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, uh... Yeah, they're my favorite. Sounded exactly like my fucking Abe Lincoln character, and it blew my goddamn mind. <laughs> Not that Abe Lincoln's a character. I didn't mean that. He is a character, that old He's fuck. He's definitely a character. He's my friend and character. <laughs> it was. <laughs> I looked up like, what? I mean, he's like... Hey, the only ones that buy. <laughs> it was fucking crazy. <laughs> I almost got out my phone and recorded him, but I was afraid he would kick my ass. <laughs> what are you recording for, motherfucker? <laughs> Did he look like he would kick your ass? Uh, he looked like an old. He was like he was white haired. He looked like he was like oddly strong for an old man. You know, like that. Probably a mechanic for his whole life, but he stopped turning a wrench. But he still got that crazy. Like grip, but he's still like break your arm. Well, because he's probably still beating his fist on the table while he's watching Fox News. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say beating his wife. <laughs> no, I thought I, we were going domestic abuse here. My brain always goes there first for some reason, but I <laughs> went for a more political turn. My brain always goes to domestic violence first too. Uh, well, 
Don't, don't you say another word, Michelle. We're transparent as fuck. We don't have to hide this. <laughs> I was going to try and make some segue into the next song about saying right through you, but yeah, we're transparent, so we don't even have to try to look through us. We're just all right here on the front. We're like ghosts. We like ghosts. I want to be the fat one. I mean, I have to be the fat one. If I die about, now and I'm a ghost, I'm a fat are you one. you talking about like when Casper does things? I'm talking about the movie Casper. And, and there's then, like the three uncles that... The, yeah, and then the one is fat. What was the other two guys? One was like the head one. Weren't they like basically Curly, Larry, and Mo? Weren't they basically the three students? I think so. Essentially, they were... So there was the one that was in the front that was always like... Ah, yeah, this is how it is, see? Right? And then the other one was like, the tall oh, fat, one. I like cakes. Mm-hmm. And then I like thir- cakes. And then the third one was like, yeah, mischievous. Meh. That's We're going to review Casper because we talk about that a lot. You and I both talk about our separate crushes in that movie. Yeah, we both had separate crushes. I mean, we might fuck by the end of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Something's got to make it happen. The doctor said I need some more vitamin D. Yeah, I'm willing to f- f- uh, fill, fill your my prescription. prescription? <laughs> <laughs> All Welcome right. to the podcast. <laughs> well, let's go on to the next track. Yeah, yeah. Like that penis, it's going to go right through me. <laughs> This is the one that makes me laugh. Hey there, Mr. Man. for all the information before you turn me away. Wait a minute, Oh, she's getting irritated. Just a little bit. She's going to yell about it. This is total 90s, too, which is oh, yeah. a sweet spot for us. Like we said earlier, all our shit's from the 90s, mostly. Oh, yeah, especially, I mean, it's 95. It's right in that fucking age. That range of time where it's like the end of grunge, and she this feels like the end of, of grunge, grunge to me. Mm-hmm. And this song, I was gonna say, this is like a popular grunge. I've always really liked this song, That's actually. Like, that was like a heavy riff, they're like, dun, 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 mm-hmm. dun, 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 dun. But like this is a this is an album I I am aware of the cheese even though I like it very much. Oh, so I mean we already talked about it. Next episode is the definition of cheese, and I know it. Well, so. I think that you kind of get some of the end of that with um, like '80s new wave anyway. Cheese sometimes. Yeah. Or just like weird. No, I don't know. '80s new wave. What are you talking about? Cheese. Maybe I said the wrong thing. I don't remember where my brain was initially taking me. I don't know. I was talking about next week's selection. I know, but I don't want to talk about it. I know. You keep referencing it. You need to shut up about it. I'll shut up. No one feels sorry for you. I feel sorry for myself. If we just told everyone, if we were just had an ep- one episode where we named off all these albums that were like, you should listen to this. I like it. But you should listen to this. I like it. Well, you should listen to this. And then never did let's another episode. That'd be the worst podcast. No, let's, let's, I'll do it right now. You should listen to TLC. You should listen to the Misfits Collection, too. She definitely got some tude. In the voice so mad. Song. 
decided to go all real drums on this one, which I think is another reason it sounds a little more grungy. That part right there always, the timing on it was always weird to me. What, the drum fill area? No. It's like, I feel right through. It just seemed like it was very fast. Thrown in there. Could be. But she's, she's wild, man. She's a wild woman. And it might be because of her background. This next song, Forgiven, is about her Catholic religion. I was wondering if that was... Because I didn't really pick up a lot of the lyrics. And I was wondering if she was... Well, she says it in the first line of the song as well. What does she say? Yeah, I never picked up what she was saying. <laughs> Sounds like a native. <laughs> oh, and then she's getting irritated again. She makes a, a masturbation reference later. She's obviously a pervert. This song reminds me of a dream theater. This is the song. This, the, it's the very key. dramatic. That's almost an exact. And even this, where it's like, it's pretty, it's a rock riff. It's almost an exact melody that's in a dream theater song. Hmm. So I, it's not even that it reminds me of it. It's like, I'm pretty sure. They're almost identical. They did the same thing. Yeah. It's interesting. It, we were basically we were young. We needed something to cling to, so we did. I always find it real interesting when I find out that uh, certain artists in the pop world or mainstream world do actually have anti-religious sentiments or songs or mm-hmm. art or something like that. But then it almost kind of right surprised My brothers, they never went blind for what they did. <laughs> but she may as well have. I didn't know that's what that was referencing to. That's so funny. I might as well have gotten blind too. That's Mary Pumps. <laughs> oh yeah, they had the little acoustic guitar in there. Mandolin, I don't know what it is. It sounds kind of mandolin-y, but it's hard to tell. It's barely there. Mm-hmm. This is definitely a big song. Oh, a lot it's of shouting. Very dramatic, yeah. Is she gonna be forgiven? No. This sounds evanescency. So evanescence. Big time. It's only this 
part, but it's so heavy of evanescence. Which almost fits into the dream theater world, so it... Cheese. It all makes... <laughs> yeah. Cheese. We all had delusions in our head. In my mind, her mouth is huge right now. Like, like, well, you've seen her mouth. It is huge. Yeah, exactly. So, like, I'm imagining it like... <laughs> Full agape. <laughs> I can definitely say that songs like this I have found a little more appreciation for. Because this is a song that I may not have listened to. Oh, oh, appreciation in doing the the podcast and having yeah, and having to actually listen to all of the tracks. Yeah. It's a very big song, very powerful song. Like she's, they're pulling out all the tropes to like make mm-hmm. it huge. Like even the drummer, he's doing like half open high hands, which makes it like real like ringy. Mm-hmm. A lot of simple play, a lot of snare hits. And that whole da 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 da, da it always just makes everything build even higher. And then you can just hit a cymbal on one and it's even bigger than it was before without adding extra any, anything. <laughs> By the way, if God doesn't forgive you for masturbating, then we're all fucked. Absolutely. Truly. Like, everyone goes through fucking puberty unless you die. Do you think there's a person out there that hasn't masturbated? There's got to be. Yes. There's got to be. There are. But I'm saying most people have touched themselves. Oh, yeah. Whether that's... that's And then then they learned that it was bad. Like, Uh, it's children. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Most children find themselves, and then it has to be like, like when a parent is, like, changing a diaper. Uh. It's like, stop, like, I mostly think of, like, a boy. Like, stop touching that. <laughs> like, let it go. I caught you playing with your ding-a-ling-a-ling. You remember that song? Mm-hmm. Chuck Berry? Yeah. That was a real song. Yeah, it's a weird song. I know it doesn't sound real, but it's a real song. <laughs> well, and it was played as a real song. It sure like, was. People gathered it in a hall. That was rock music. And they all pointed their eyes in the same direction at one guy named Chuck Berry. And he sang that song, and they listened. And then he recorded it mm-hmm. and released it. And that was the devil's music. It absolutely is. If there is the devil's music, <laughs> my, ding- my dingling is absolutely the devil's music. All right. Well, right. I agree. Let's burn it. Let's get the records, and we'll run them over with steamrollers. <laughs> Let's listen to one more song and then take a is break. break time, then? Uh, this is the fourth single. Another kind of more laid back song, but this is a a single, so we know it. You learn. The electronic drums. I think that the guitar and whatnot make it more appealing. Like if she didn't have the rock sound. She needed that. It would have not been nearly as successful. Even if she just went weird and didn't have, like, the guitar sounds and just did the fake drums and shit, it, I just don't think it would have no, been much, what it was. There's too much aggression in the way she sings, which could come from, you know, the music being this way. But the lyrical content, it's just, it needs rock and roll. She wanted to rock. Mm-hmm. 
She wanted to, she wanted to let her hair loose. And then do videos where she's naked. <laughs> Standing in a on the subway. Subway, yeah. You learn, you lose, you learn. This is another song where it's like it's polished. It's horribly cheesy in my in my vision, in my mm-hmm. ears. But she's right again, <laughs> god damn it. And like it makes me not hate it because I'm like Gosh, just being positive, I uh, I recommend biting off more than you can chew to anyone. That's yeah, not, that's actually, not a I, bad thing. I really like a lot of these lyrics. Like, I recommend Heartbreak to anyone. I recommend, like, mm-hmm. all of it, really. It's all very... Pain makes us all stronger. Yeah. It's interesting when people have this much insight at their age as well. And be so uh-huh. mature in certain ways. Yeah. That is weird because, like, I'm 33... And I feel like I'm figuring like this shit out she's talking about just now. Yeah. Like, she was 21. I'm just now figuring out how to like really live and like what I really want in life and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Like, where I want to be and where I, like goals. And I'm fucking 33. <laughs> but I also feel like 33 is the new 24. You're also like your halfway point in your life. You still have tons hopefully. of time. Hopefully. Hopefully I'm more than less than halfway. I'm probably not with the way I eat, but hopefully medical technology. I think people have been out. living longer, but then like people are starting to also die younger again because of how we eat and uh, stuff like that. All right. So. Fuck. Yeah. Little Nancy Grayish there, or Macy Gray. <laughs> Nancy Gray. <laughs> What did I tell you? They're gonna God. come and get your kids. You need to get your kids inside and lock your doors. <laughs> uh, I can't wait for the day that Nancy Grace and Alex Jones get married. That would be volatile. I love you, baby. <laughs> oh, I love you too. Let's let's go eat some marijuana cookies. Oh, that's fine with me. But first, I gotta find these Saudi Arabians. I got videos of fifteen videos, Jesse, and Joe, I, and I guarantee they have videos of you too. Joe, Jesse, Joe, Jesse, Joe, <laughs> Joe, Jesse. She's right. You live, you learn. Unless you're a dumbass. You lose. I know a lot of dumbasses who don't learn. We all do. I don't learn things either. Learn. Like Chinese. Or. What about Chinese? Spanish. What's happening? I don't learn things. And I'm talking about learning languages on my free time in my brain. And then it just came out with a few words like Chinese. Japanese. Spanish. Dirty knees. Don't. <laughs> oh, you don't want me to show you my tits? Oh, I look at them's. You know, you gotta look down, baby. Mama's getting old. <laughs> I get to look down and up. <laughs> I start at the legs and I stop at the top of the tits. Top of the tits. All right. It's like a rating system of tits. Top of the tits. 
Oh, here on top of the tits, we've got the best tits and the worst tits rated for you every Sunday here at 7 a.m. until noon. Top of the tit to you. Top of the tits, oh, the top of the tits. Come here every Sunday, get your top of the tits. All right, we're going to take a break, and we are going to come back. And we're going to talk about this fucking album some more. Yeah, we've got a little more to do. Um, Dave Coulier's probably not listening. I'm sorry that we're not an audience together, Whoa. but... Whoa! You don't think Dave Coulier's listening right now? You Do you think he keeps on up with Alanis? I, I don't know if he keeps up with Alanis, but I know he keeps sending me messages about how he loves the podcast. Glad you're listening, Dave. Thanks, Dave. We'll be right back. This episode of Couple of Critics Podcast is brought to you by. Do you need a new Merry Christmas banner for the old folks home? How about business business cards for a locally owned crack emporium? Perhaps a restored centerfold photo of your grandmother from the 1942 issue of Jell-O Backstroke Magazine. Well, look no further than Jimmy Rowland, owner of Roland Graphics, LLC. Now let's hear from some satisfied customers. Jimmy Rowland made a rainbow in the sky. He once killed a Sasquatch with his bare hands. Well, I heard he was a Sasquatch with bare hands. Are you tired of fucking around with shitty art? Do you want an artist who knows what the fuck they're doing? Contact Rolling Graphics LLC on Facebook. Unless you want to set your money on fire and shove it up your ass. Presenting to you. Hello and welcome to the Depression Obsession Good Time Show. Depression, obsession, good time show. Depression, obsession, good time show. Depression, obsession, good time show. Yes, welcome, welcome. My name is Gunther Dama Bundy Berkowitz. I'm so depressed that you could come and listen to me talk to you today. So let us tarry no further. I have a guest today who... He resides in the darkest corners of the worlds. Please welcome the guy on the Greyhound bus who listens to his music out loud through his phone. Yeah, yeah, what's up, man? How you doing, right? Yeah. I'm doing just fine. Uh, yeah, all right. Do you good. mind turning down the music for the interview? No, I, I can't be doing that, brother. I, really, it's kind of ruining everything. I, I don't care. It's my music, man. I'm telling you, I mean... It's my music, man. You can't be I taking my it. music away from me. You take my I music away from me. You take everything. Coming as a depressed person as I am... Even, even this is fucking miserable. What? You shouldn't be doing this. I come on, man. It's my music. You shouldn't be doing. This is awful. Oh man, just listen back. All right, just sit back and just enjoy it. All right. I got people on the ground bus no. always giving me shit over this no. kind of stuff. I'm telling you, this is 
This is very, very rude. You shouldn't do this to people. I didn't come on this show. I didn't come on this show to be told I can't be listening to my music, man. Listen. You're that Greyhound bus driver all over again, man. This shit's whack, all right? I'm not a Greyhound bus driver. I'm just a human being who wants... I mean, if you're going to play the music out loud, can you at least play it through something that has some sort of bass? Oh, come on, man. You're giving me so much shit. This is bullshit. I'm leaving this show. I'm leaving, all right? I'm taking my phone, and I'm out of here. All right? Good. Fuck this show. Fuck you, man. Go take that music with you, you fucking idiot. Even me, a man who cascades himself in a cloak of loneliness and desperation, understands that it's fucking crazy to play music through your phone on a Greyhound bus out loud for everyone. No one wants to fucking hear that, you idiot. Okay, and that's been the Depression Obsession Good Time Show. I hope you all had a depressingly good time. See you next Halloween. Depression, obsession, good time show. Depression, obsession, good time show. Depression, obsession, good time show. A video you're watching? Yeah, this was. She did this four years ago. Is it just her playing a guitar? No, someone else is playing guitar. Uh. Well, let me get a let me get a peek. You laugh. Oh yeah, she sounds Canadian. She, she almost sounded like she was Billy Crystal. Marvelous, darling. You laugh. <laughs> <laughs> She's definitely getting a more mom look as she got older. I think Even she her is facial a mom. structure is mommed out. Women just get the mom facial structure when they have babies. We all have. We all change when we get older. We thicken out. We babies. droop. It's how it goes. Yeah, our posture goes. <laughs> um, our knees go because you're skateboarding all the time. And then, like, you fall and you hurt your knees again. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, everybody's skateboarding in their 30s. Would you say that you live and learn? Or would you say that you just <laughs> get back and do it again? Uh, depends what we're talking about. <laughs> Until you're independence, you will be living and not learning? Until? Until you're well, I got something in to tell depends. you. I've been wearing depends. Ooh. Dr. The, Pepper. The crack of the Dr. Pepper. The crack of the Dr. Pepper. It's going to be hard to sleep tonight. That wasn't a that wasn't a break thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just fucking with I you. wasn't prepared. I'm never prepared, so. Yeah, and I think Rock that and roll, me baby. opening a can Rock of soda of devil liquid is better than the unpreparedness of you Liquid not ever soda. knowing the names to any of the songs and never being ready with the least or most favorite. Oh, fuck. <laughs> We're back. So, um, I'm Michelle. 
I am Sam. And we are reviewing, we are in the middle of reviewing Alanis Morissette's Jagged Little Pill. You probably already know. Yeah, probably already know because you can read. Because we don't take illiterate fucks around here. We don't put up with that shit. Oh, if you can't read, get the fuck out. Yeah. That or includes, if you can't write. That includes blind people. You need to be able to write as well. Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to have a meeting about that decision. Because there are people like, <laughs> there are some people who can kind of write, but not really read very well. He has his passport and his shots. I don't fucking get it. R. Kelly. Oh. <laughs> He's known for being illiterate, but he can like, he can write songs, but just not like. He's illiterate? That's what the people say, yeah. Huh. I didn't know that. That he can't really, he can't read or write well. The only thing I know about R. Kelly is he's looking for girls with passports and shots, and he's going to take them back with Rob to America. Well, the kind of girls that he's looking for are typically still good within their shot range because of having to be in school. He's a a thinker is what you're telling me. He doesn't really have to worry about that from... He's a thinker. What I think. People aren't giving him enough credit for being a thinker. Well, he does believe that he can fly, so I don't think he deserves that much credit. Woo! That was a nice little echoey sound in here. (laughs) This guitar up here always echoes. Woo! (laughs) Sweet. You want to get this going again? I can fly. I always hated that fucking song. I believe I can fly. I think that song was... I believe I can fly. Part of the reason that I did not want to watch Space Jam ever. If I just spread my wings, I can fly. That's why I was pointing at you. I wanted you to woo. I didn't know that pointing at me was a cue to say woo. That was my uh, big ups to R. Kelly because we support people who make bad decisions. (laughs) I don't support R. Kelly because his music sucks. (laughs) No way. He did feeling on your booty. I don't know what that means. I do take it back, though, because he did do cheese toast. So that's a fucking <laughs> cheese toast. That's a fucking piece of art. <laughs> cheese toast. Cheese toast. Come and get your cheese toast. Cheese toast. Cheese toast. Come and get your cheese toast. Fucking goon. <laughs> Although that would be hilarious if I was sitting around and my friend just started going, cheese toast. Cheese toast. toast. I would be like, yeah, this Come is funny. Your cheese toast. Is that the thing? Do you think he started out his bits all the time and then he just actually went crazy and now he's just. I think he always liked bar? younger girls. It's just that he. I think it's unfortunately the Matthew McConaughey line that a lot of people enjoy <laughs> yeah. is that he gets older, older and, they stay and the girls same stay the same age. age. I think that that is what we're usually looking at in <laughs> these right. cases. I love being a man. And it seems like R. Kelly in particular maybe never fully matured. So that's why he hangs around with younger chicks. That's a five-year-old thing. I believe. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get back into this Alanis Morissette album. So again, I had said earlier that there are six singles. This is single number five. Head. 
over five. I had no choice but, but to kill you. you. Oh, sorry. You stated your case. This is about Ryan Reynolds, right? This is way before Ryan Reynolds. This is about Ryan Reynolds, right? I thought you said that every song on here is about Dave Coulier. Every song that's about heartbreak is about Mr. Coulier. This one's a happy song. This is a happy song because she fell in love with Ryan Reynolds. He was wearing his Deadpool costume. This was way before that. Are you sure? Yes. Way before that. I guess I'll have to do my own research, though. Crazy electronic drums. Is it both? I don't think so because. Well. It's either electronic drums or those snare was processed heavily. Like it was. Like they compressed the shit out of it and then put reverb on it. But that one sounds electronic. All of this sounds electronic, but it sounds like they may have added, like, what, like a snare or something? Yeah, but the ping and the reverb on it's so crazy and cut off weird that if it is real, they process the shit out of it. Makes sense to try and make it blend. But even that extra hi hat sounds like a fake hi hat. Very empty sounding. Yeah. Electronic drums are usually empty sounding, if you ask me. Some hollow. I couldn't help it. It's on your fault. This is the song so far that I think it like, means the least. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, it actually probably means a lot to her because it was about somebody she really loved, but like. Since it's a happy song and all the rest of the songs have been pretty like. Like life. Yeah, but Weird I think it stuff. gives the balance that she's not just crazy and harmonica. upset. Yeah. You know, I like that the harmonica isn't overused. I think it's used well. I do think it's strange that there's a harmonica solo in a pop song. And I would like to think of other harmonica solo pop Blues songs. Blues Travelers. Touche. The hook brought you back. I think they produced a lot on this track. I agree. A lot of production. So the way tones change. Best friend with benefits. Whoa! It's Ryan Reynolds right there. They were committed. Yeah. To a psych ward. (laughs) (laughs) We're a bunch of wackos in here. They motorboated everyone and got out. How you do it? So, I got a question. If you're on a boat and the motor breaks, can you simply place your lady in the water and then motorboat them boobies and then you will take off in the boat? You would have to have your head underwater halfway. I can do that. So it's going to work? I guess. (laughs) How uncomfortable would that be? (laughs) Horrible. In my mind, a girl having her boobs motorboated is like someone putting the bridge of their nose between my testicles and doing the same thing. (laughs) Only when you motorboat boobs, there's not a dick resting on your head. I'll tape it up to a job on my stomach, my lower stomach. I want to know if uh, Travis is enjoying this right now. Oh, I'm sure he is. 
mean, if he's yeah. if he's been still listening to the other shit episodes, <laughs> he's definitely gotta be listening to this one. He loves this album. This is definitely a much more bland. Yeah, it's song. definitely. Yeah. While they produce the shit out of it, it's definitely not the uh, spiciest song. It's not the. It's almost the song that I like stop paying attention to. I think it's. If I had a law on the album, I would almost put it there. It's a really radio friendly, across oh, the board, yeah. all ages sort of track. <clears throat> yeah, you're right. It, it doesn't have anything too racy in it, does it? I don't think there's anything racy. I Besides think. Besides friend with benefits. It's all. Mommy, what's that? It's it's an adult topic. We'll talk about it when you're older. <laughs> Get outside and play while mommy smokes her cigarettes and stares out the window over the sink. And and flicks the ashes into the sink. Mm-hmm. Gross. Onto the dirty dishes. Oh, oh fuck! It's so gross. Onto the dirty dishes, and then the flies oh. start to fly around her, but she doesn't care. She just smokes the cigarettes and looks out the window. When people put cigarettes out on plates, like food plates, grosses me the fuck out. I'm glad I don't, I'm not really around cigarette smokers too much. I'm not either. I'm just pulling it back from like. No offense to people who listen to this who smoke cigarettes, but you have to know that it's gross. (laughs) There are a lot of people who smoke cigarettes and they know that it's gross. They just don't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, Um, I mean, this can't be news to you. You had to have heard this before us saying this. We're in a rare group that. The majority of our life, the world has been mostly, like, public places have been smoke-free, but we still have we grew up a with smoke sections of smoking sections, and by the time that we would have been old enough to smoke, they pretty much were all gone, right? Yeah. God, I can't... Smoking sections were so fucking crazy. I remember being happy about that. Oh, absolutely. I do not like the idea of people smoking while I'm trying to eat. No, and it was always, I know this is such a cliche and hack fucking thing, but like, it was literally always just like, right on the other side of maybe a partition, probably not. I don't think that's hacky, I think that's exactly what it was, it was literally just, there would, it would sometimes (laughs) just be, this side of the booth is the end of the smoking section, Uh and this side, like, yeah, that means the whole place is the smoking section. The whole place stinks. Uh, Yeah. I can't imagine that now, because like. I'm trying to fucking eat, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but people that smoke cigarettes, they don't. It's just not a thing to them. I guess. It's yeah. so strange as a non-smoker. Not to offend the smokers, but you should stop, guys. Oh, it's not God. bad for you. It's not good for you. It's not bad for your lungs. Don't let the health companies lie to you. Let the tobacco companies tell you the truth. But then there's also the whole thing about how sometimes the oldest living people still smoke, smoke cigarettes. cigarettes. It's true. And then people who have never smoked a cigarette in their life die of lung cancer. So, what are you going to do? I don't know. I know what? a guy who I'm, didn't have any legs and he died of leg cancer. Weird, right? Mm-hmm. I have penis cancer. You waited to the podcast to tell me this? Yeah. I have... Do you have a life insurance policy? Penis, 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 I've told you about this. I've told you how much it is and what you would get if you killed me. Cha-ching! Let that penis cancer take a hold and go straight into your brain. I'm I'm it, getting some money. It's not going to be worth it. What are you going to do to me when I die? Do to you? Yeah, like we... Nothing. I'm going to let people carry you out of here. 
I mean, we haven't officially. Have we officially decided? What are you talking about? I think about? we should debt. We should donate our bodies to science. Oh, uh, I, I, I know I've officially decided many times, and I get told that it's not allowed to happen. It's legally not allowed to happen. <clears throat> so if my second option has to be one, then yeah, I'll donate it to science. But if my first option comes through, we're going to set me up pinata style, and we're going to run a remote-controlled semi-truck into my body, and everybody's going to watch me go. No one's going to want to see that. It's Absolutely. Fucking no one would want to see that. Roll, man. No one. You, you don't have the money for a remote. What the fuck is a remote controlled semi? They're. I don't know. It's just my dream. Yeah. Well, dreams are not real. They made remote controlled big cars in uh, MythBusters, so they can make a semi. And then you hang me up pinata style. <laughs> just like that. Pretend I'm the doll that they make in The Good Son. And throw her oh my god, dude. I know that's where you got your inspiration. That movie is probably awful, but also great. I remember I it as a such kid. A long time. They fucking there's dog murder. I know. I remember hating him for that. I remember fucking hating that little kid. Even though he kills his dog. fucking little Oh yeah, kill the kid, I don't care. Is it was it a little brother or so? he was trying to kill his little sister, but he had already successfully killed a yeah. younger sibling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should maybe watch The Good Do Son as adults. It? Don't we own it? I own it. So, yeah. Sorry. I'm still very possessive, and I like the fact that we still have our own things. That's true. It's not my movie. But you always, say, it. it's not mine. you always say we if it's mine. If it's yours, you say this I have it. This is all yours? This, this mixer is yours? No, it's not. <laughs> This guitar. I don't claim anything that's not mine. I just don't have anything you want. (laughs) You want a skateboard? No. (laughs) You want you want half that skate ramp I built in the room? (laughs) No, but I'll let whomever wants to come get it out can. But they'd have to break it down to get it out. Touch my fucking ramp. All right. If you're dead, what does it matter? I'm not fucking. Oh, if I'm dead? Oh yeah, have at it. Give it to give it to Keith. Keith won't want it. That's true. It's kind of rickety. It's yeah. That's why he gives you all the skateboards he doesn't want. Everything you have is rickety. So I'd have to find someone who is even less experienced at skating than you. No, you have to find somebody who likes a challenge. And well, then fucking hit that ramp. Then they should marry you. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> so. They should try being me. Jeez. Oh. All right, where are we at? Let's do Next this. Track, I want to hear some Alanis. Mary Jane. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> this is a song that is that he, what it's about? No, it's about a girl who uh, I can't tell lyrics over. She's basically feeling kind of at the end of her ropes, like she wants to throw in the towel, and it's a positive song, like basically find strength, don't give up. So basically, smoke a joint, and get through it, man. <laughs> I used to... This was also a very skippable song for me. Uh, understandable. Understandable. Loud and clear. 10-4, good buddy. I appreciate it more now, again, that I've had to listen to it. It's not... It's not high on my list of tracks, but it's not at the very bottom for me. Okay. I have a question. I hear Dolly Parton sometimes in this song. I can see that with that almost like baby voice that she's doing. I can just hear Dolly Parton doing this song. 
Interesting. I've never thought about that. Or heard that. It's like, it's just it's the style. I think it's very similar to a Dolly Parton style. Because Dolly Parton songs are always like, they ride that edge. From what I've heard and from like what I've read about her and what I've seen, like accidental documentary kind of stuff. Not documentaries, but just people talking about her. Yeah. That she always rode that line of, she could take a few instruments out and it's basically just a, a song. It's yeah. not a country song, it's just a song. Whereas like some songs are country songs, no matter how you fuck Her voice is, her accent is so thick that anything she would do would sound like a country song. Yeah. Hey, y'all. Look at my tits. <laughs> Look at my knockers. Mammer jammers. Please be honest, Mary have you ever seen pictures of Dolly Parton before, like when she was younger? No. Before her boobs? Oh, wait. Those aren't... She actually... I knew she probably had them augmented, but... Oh, she paid so for like, those things. She'll talk about it. So 100%. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. She has a joke about it. She'll talk about it. She'll, fuck, what's yeah. that joke? It's hilarious. Ah, fuck. I can't remember. It's really funny, though. Oh, you're going to shit. I remember the song that I liked. And you're probably going to be like, what the fuck? <clears throat> that I shouldn't say like, but I don't really hate. Uh, I forgot it again. God damn it! You remember nothing, and neither do I. I'm What's sorry a, to everyone. When a song is playing, I can't think of other music. Come on, Mary Jane. Come on, Mary Jane. We're all bored. It's time to get your shit together. Even though we all feel like this. We all get down. I fucking do. But I've been making some better choices lately, and I've been feeling better. Good. Good, good, good. I'm making myself exercise. Good. Do stuff every day. And I'm so fucking out of shape, but it's nice. Being, trying to be better is not a bad thing. No. Even if it comes across as cheesy sometimes, kind of like how the delivery of this song is, it's always it always uh, it's necessary to hear "Atta Boys" and keep your head up every once in a while. You cut it, kiddo! Come on, buddy! Don't throw in the towel. Imagine you doing your job. Without your boss ever taking care of you. I would have quit a long time ago. Yeah. Tell me. Hi, baby boy. You look sleepy. She's not talking to me. She's talking to a cat. Oh, yeah. I'm not talking to <laughs> Sam. I do not call Sam Hi, baby, baby boy. looks <laughs> creepy as fuck. Hey there, baby boy. Oh, you're getting that sweet, sweet cat action. Oh, my God. I remember the song. Now you're just somebody that I used to know. <laughs> oh, shit. He just appeared on my side. Do you know what song I'm talking about? I do know that song. I it, don't remember who it is, it but was, I know that song. It was so different sounding from everything else that I was like, oh, this is not, this is not like everyone else. So I was, uh, that's the song. I understand that. There have been certain songs that stand out to me just because there's something about it that was different. Like, for example, uh, there, the song 
which I mean, you may not like it, whatever, but Take Me Out by Franz Ferdinand, for example, that song starts very different than how it like it starts like sounding like a different song. Yeah. And then no it changes over it. Is, so. Um oh god, Oliver is cleaning his asshole right in front Franz Ferdinand? of me. Um Is that how they say it? Franz Ferdinand? I believe so. We make shoes, artisanal shoes. So I will play the song just for you, Sam, because you're not okay. familiar with it. Please do. And I, I assume you don't like it, and that's fine if people don't. But just I fucking hate it already. I feel like this is a song that kind of introduced me to the idea of a song starting one way and completely sounding like a different song. I don't recognize it yet. You will. You definitely will. This is the only hit that this band had. This is the only what? song I know by them. I know every song by Franz Ferdinand. It came out in 2004. Ah, the year of our Lord. <laughs> <laughs> year of our graduation. Sherman recognizes. It's getting ready to change. When it changes, you'll recognize it. It'd be funny if you stopped it now. Like, trust me, you'd know it. <laughs> right here. You'll recognize it. Oh, they actually slow down. Like, guess what, everyone? It's a change. Oh. 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 Uh, I've never heard this ever. Yeah, you have, <laughs> dumbass. <Yeah. laughs> I was just doing the fucking melody with it. Look at my butt. Oh yeah. You had a nice break in your voice there. I like that. Like Alanis. Yeah, like Alanis. But just, <clears throat> I feel like that song because I didn't venture out of radio stuff too much because that was before I was listening to, before I started listening to Frank Zappa, which would have been like a year later Yeah, when I first started actually like seeking out Frank Zappa for the first time Uh and being like, I should start knowing some of this. I mean, he's Frank Zappa, like how like you should know something by him. I'm glad you think like that because (laughs) no one else does. (laughs) So like, and I, I would say that he is definitely someone who, really changes songs up a lot. And there are other artists in other genres who do that, but I just wasn't as familiar with it. Yeah. And I don't remember why I was even bringing that up. Because you love Franz Ferdinand? In regards to... Because you were talking about Dolly Parton. Yeah, and her big old boobs. And just, I don't know, some sort of a juxtaposition. We were talking about how she got surgery. And became totally different. She got grade A big old knockers. Or as I call them... I don't call them grade A. Face mufflers. They're fucking huge and disgusting. She does not look proportionate oh, no. No, at all. Not, no, it doesn't look right Looking at all. proportioned is, like, important. Because <laughs> uh, then you look, look, you end up looking ghoulish by having, like, chicken legs and fucking a huge upper body. Gosh. Or, like, one of our teachers who we had who was always, like, extra bottom heavy... Like, unusually bottom-heavy. Had, like, a really small waist, but then had, like, a really, like, big hips and big, thick legs. Do you remember? We had her as a a student teacher, and then we had her later as an English teacher. She changed her name. 
I can't oh, be any more fucking okay, specific. Okay, than that. I know who you're talking about, but I never, I never. It's not fair to call her ghoulish because she's not ghoulish, but I never caught on to that. Like everyone always said, like look at this size, and I was like, I, it looks normal. I don't know what's going on. It's just she wasn't proportionate. She was. She wasn't a, proportioned she was evenly. A fucking bitch, I'll tell you she that. She was. N- what was it with English teachers in high school not being nice? But then there was fucking Grimsley who was maybe the fucking one of the nicest people I never had in the entire high school. I never had her, and we're not going to bleep that one out because you said something nice. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you. And I didn't say her first name or anything. Her first name is Joe. All right. That works. Wait, actually, there are a lady's name, Joe. Her first name is. What's a. Clarence? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Let's listen to some more Alanis, Michelle. Yeah, it's time to get through this. Let's get to... I need it. Do you? It's the third single. We're nearing the end of the album. We're getting there, guys. We're getting there. Third single. And I am... Hold on. There's a little bit of a delay because I had to fade something out last time. Oh, and you Franz Ferdinand it. And I I still don't remember why I even brought it up. Because you love Franz Ferdinand. That's the one song that I know by them. You don't remember the Franz Ferdinand shuffle? It goes like this. <laughs> it goes like this. You put your right foot. You put your fans in now. You put your Ferdinand. You put the Franz Ferdinand. And then you go all right. <laughs> I almost just did. Yeah, Ooh. this song. Uh, I just almost spit sorry. my liquid. Sorry. That's fine. This song. Um, I was Funny. like, oh, fuck. This, uh, this. I didn't realize this album song was on this album. I thought. Maybe it was on the next album that yeah. she had because I remember, for some reason, this video coming out later. Which album? Which single was it? It was third. So it was. Ah, I don't know it, why I remember coming out later. But there were so many. That's the thing. During a, a just a few years, it was three years because she had a bunch of Grammy nominations for this over the span of three different years. So she did do a No Doubt, where they just release it. Like when they need to to keep her in the. I think that they used to do that with albums more. Everything's just so fast paced now. They did because now they. they, I don't know how to talk. People just aren't satisfied. Uh, Well, the way they're doing it now is people are still releasing full albums, but they're also releasing Singles. singles just digitally. Yes. So it's like what they're doing still. But in a weirder way. I was just getting ready to make that point as I, well. There's this guy I watch on the internet. He's kind of a douchebag, actually, but he always talks about, like, what you should be doing as a musical artist now. Like, he's always like, stop making albums and stuff. And he's like, the best thing to do now is just make, like, three songs and just do small releases. And then yeah. if you want to, eventually you can compile all that and then maybe make it a physical release that people will buy. Okay. But I don't necessarily agree with that. I don't, because even though I'm someone who will sometimes just seek out certain tracks regularly and put them in playlists, there is, it's like a journey that you go on when you listen to a full album. You just zone in to what, whatever they're fucking telling you or whatever trip they're trying to take you on. Yeah. You just buckle in and you fucking go. Even if there are some songs that are maybe more duds. Yeah. You still just go in for the whole experience. I wonder if 
So I, I just don't think I hate the idea of certain. I mean, if you're not if you're gonna make music, I don't care about then that's fine. But like Weird Al talked about m- maybe just doing more like single based things, yeah. so it's more of a timely thing for him yeah. versus a whole album, and that's horrible. <laughs> it's like rain. <laughs> I think. In re- response to that, there's going to be certain bands and artists who gravitate towards that single model, and then there's still going to be bands and artists that gravitate towards the album model because I think album people are going to be like, I'm making this as a whole, where I think single people are just like, this is just another song to dance to, or this is just a... Yeah. They don't really like, aren't a vision where like well, some guys take a whole album and it's like, no. Like the Jay Z album, it was a whole concept. Like it's, it was one thing, and like this album, it's like one thing. It's a not short, one thing, but you know, it's like she didn't all do this sound in, in, in any other album. This yeah. was this time. This, this was this album. Sound. This is that. So sometimes, but for just this album, just this album, nineteen ninety-five. Five. <laughs> just this album. I don't know. And some things, I think you just need the whole. I, thing to balance it out as I well. I album listener. Because what if Alanis just put out the fucking pop-friendly songs and we yeah. didn't get You Oughta Know, we didn't no, get All I Really no, Want, yeah, we no. didn't get Right Through You, like we didn't no. get the stuff that are fucking like grungy, yeah, yeah, jammy yeah, yeah. rock songs, which I think gave her fucking more respect and sold her more fucking albums. Uh-huh. I bet, I bet uh, people bought it for the poppiness and then maybe like... Their brooding sister heard it and was like, oh, well, I actually kind of like the other songs. Oh, you mean me? <laughs> yeah, you brooder. <laughs> You're a brooder. I've always been a little more bitter than my sister. She's sweeter and I'm bitter. I like dark chocolate. <laughs> I hang out in the background and I stew. Like a big old stew. Bones in me just trying to get that marrow flavor in this. You got a stew going, baby. Oh, you got a stew. Okay. Stew, pickles. Let's go on to the next song. We are officially finished with the singles. No more singles. Singles are done. Singles are done. Out of here. Next song. Fuck the radio. Oh, I was not prepared because I wasn't paying close enough attention. The next song is actually ironic again. Oh. But it's some by someone named Leo. Let's listen to this cover real quick oh, before we go cover? on to the next. We're doing a cover. All right, we're back to the singles. And if it, if this were the track, this never would have been a single. So, no, we're done with the singles. Oh, let's listen. He's feeling a lot of things. Anger, frustration, anxiety, self-doubt. My mouth is just open right now. Yeah, because you want to suck a dick. Oh, this is awful. Look at Oliver. What the fuck is he doing? He's climbing like a cat because cats are amazing and that's what they do. He climbed it that way though. That was so strange. He is a fucking beautiful 
fucking creature. He's smelling your hair. Now he's putting his butthole by your ear. We have to trade scents off to each other. Yeah, you put his butthole next to his ear now. No, he just rubs it against the back of my neck. <laughs> and then I smell like him. Mm. I love him more than every other thing in this house. I know you do. I'm not saying people. Oh, you do. You're a human being. It doesn't matter. I still don't. I'm still number two. <laughs> it's okay. You're a human being. So you're obviously at the top of the list. But never in my life have I raised anything from being a baby that sleeps with me in fucking Little Spoon. He adores you. And I mean, he's he has to like touch me and be against me. And he visits me all the time while I'm working since I work at home now. He won't let you pick him up, but he definitely use you as much as he wants. Yeah, I would do a lot for that cat, even though he has a very loud, annoying voice, and uh, he is skittish and all the things that you find annoying about cats. And he's a racist. He doesn't destroy things, though, so he's great in that sense. And he's really affectionate. He's sweet on you, too. Yeah, he is, but he is a racist. He is the Grand Wizard. He's definitely not... He's the most affectionate fucking thing in this house. Yeah, unless you're He gives Miss Clarence so much fucking love, and she's black as fuck. Oh, that's true. My comedic premise is flaw. And then he loves on the orange retarded three-legged cat that we have. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm offended now. Well, there's the whole thing about extra chromosome? an extra chromosome in and an, an orange cat, cat, and that's what makes them orange. Da-da-da-da. What does that mean? That means nothing. Let's listen to the next song. They're sweet little baby kitties, <laughs> not the doctor. Alanis Morissette. The doctor. All right, next song. <laughs> I don't want to be the filler if the void is solely yours. Electronics drumming it I up. Be our glass of yeah, I love the lyrics in this song. I've referenced I don't be a, a line in this song to you before. That is something I've always felt is important about our relationship. I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't think you would remember. We'll get to it. What's the line? You never remember things I tell you. Actually, a lot of this. <laughs> I've said something almost kind of like that to you before. Yeah, plenty of times. <laughs> Wait, has the line happened yet? No. Okay. Not the empty bottle. Huh? Not the empty bottle. That's not about you. What'd she say? I didn't hear it. Oh, she just... In the chorus, says something about the empty bottle with the holes along the bottom. Oh. It's too much to ask for, and I'm not the doctor. It's a lot of things. Doctor? I don't want to be the sweeper of the eggshells. I just think... I love right here. I don't want to be your other half. I believe that one and one make two. I don't want I think it's important for us, and I like how we we maintain our own identities. We're not just a couple. Oh, oh. And I, I so believe, it was a good thing. Okay, I, yeah, cool. I've always hated when people are like, like my other half. 
It's like oh, I don't yeah, okay. like I don't want to be your other half. I believe that one and one make two. We're two people. We're not one person. I agree. And yes. Like, so like I've it, always loved that line. Be Mrs. Sam Isaac. Yeah, I'm Michelle. <laughs> yeah. And you are Sam. You're yeah. definitely not my husband. You do whatever the fuck you want to do and you live your life. Goddamn and that's right. one of the, the things I respect about you. You're <laughs> driven. You want to do something, you do it. I'm not here to hold you back. I'm, and I love that about you. I respect that about you. Uh. Ooh. <laughs> Give me that vitamin D, the doctor said. <laughs> Hi, Oliver. He just came out from underneath that sound blanket and looked at me like, Hey, buddy, what's up? Well, he was... I just took a shit. Yeah, he took a poop and then had to adjust to the light. I just took a shit. Scoop some litter on top of it and walked away. I like that she does that off. Beaten. Well... I just think that this song is a... I like this song a lot, but I think that it's a very balanced, even song between the style of her rockier stuff and her more, like, laid-back singer-songwriter-y indie lady stuff. straight pop with the way that it's mixed. Yeah, I agree, totally. And that guitar. Uh Uh-huh, totally. And the drums are totally pop. With the way they sound, the electronic all the way. Yeah, she definitely hangs out within a certain range, which is still, you know, the range is a combination of different things, mm-hmm. but she's always still. Which speaks to the texture thing again, that it makes the album a little more interesting if you're going to be. Because it's like an experience. Yeah. It's like you're going through this angsty time in her life with her that she eventually got over. And she still will sing the songs, but as we heard earlier during that live performance from four years ago, she does it differently. She's not angry anymore. So it doesn't come across in her yeah. voice that she's mad. Yeah. yeah. So it's almost like this is what that was a time in my life. <laughs> Isn't that kitschy? But that's how she made her money. That was yeah. it was huge. Thirty three oh, yeah. million fucking Oh, that bitch got paid. And yeah, well it was thirty three million dollars or copies when people actually made money. Yeah. But she didn't like sell herself her to brands. Deal didn't fuck her. But by the time she was there. She also did movies. Album, she probably... Let's not forget, Alanis Morissette what? was God. Oh, in yeah. Dogma. That's right. In Dogma. But she didn't say anything. She went boop. Yeah, you're right. <sighs> <laughs> I fucking love that movie. I haven't seen that movie in such a long time, but I remember liking it. But I think I would understand it a lot more. If I saw it now, I loved it so much because I was having that religious tug ah. at me when that was happening. Yeah, since I was raised as a Southern Baptist and am now, I would say agnostic, agnostic atheist, agnostic with atheistic leanings. I I live my life as if God doesn't exist, but I do not believe strictly that God does not exist because I don't think there's any way to prove either way. So if it comes down to it and there's a judgment day, I'm going to hell. It, oh, for sure. Because I have been saved as a Baptist, but I chose and to go denied. in the opposite direction. I've you blasphemed denied. out the ass. Oh, there's yeah, no forgiveness it. for that. Yeah, I do. I kind of do. I kind of love blasphemy. <laughs> You're just like Alana said in that earlier song. You, you were super into it one way. 
And then you went super <laughs> out of it the other way. I needed something to believe in, so I did. I fucking, I ate what I was being spoon-fed. And I went hard because I wanted to have a purpose. And then I got older and it wasn't for me. And suddenly, it didn't make sense to you. Mm. It wasn't sudden. It was a process of me. I would literally pray and be in tears and just be like, I don't feel that this is real. Like, I feel like I'm talking to myself. Like, somehow give me something or prove to me that this isn't all just in my head. Because, like, I, I'm having real doubts. And I know that it's not just going to be like, yes, I'm real, Michelle. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I know that's not how it works. And that's definitely... So well, no. all the walls shake. <sighs> I imagine God speaking in Richard Kind's voice. <laughs> that's how I choose... <laughs> if you if you don't know who Richard Kind is, you'll then you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> look him up, and you will know, and you will be like, "Oh my god, God should God's voice for me should be in Richard Kind's." Yeah, if not that, Paul Lind, which Paul Lind is was a homosexual. Wow. We went to his grave in Ohio. We saw where Paul oh, Lind's yeah, that's right. headstone was. He wasn't there though. No, but his headstone, his family headstone, was there. And I believe we walked up and went, oh. Oh, we definitely didn't. Oh, he was amazing. Okay, so we are going along to the last official track, because there is a hidden track on this. Oh, Um, yeah. Because what we've been listening to, which I assume you've been listening to, is the remastered version. Yes, the 2015 remaster. And it's always better to listen to the remastered, in my opinion, because it just sounds better. Always, and usually, if it was remastered, it was remastered for a reason, because like some of the songs weren't as paid attention to. Like, I'm sure if we listened to the non-remastered version, we could tell, yeah. like, oh, this is the one that they knew was going to be a hit. Yeah. They paid way more attention on this song. Because I remember when I listened to the Devo album that we did, mm-hmm. there's an unmastered or yeah. a remastered and a non-remastered version. And that non-remastered version, like, Whip It, is like twice as loud as every other track. Oh, wow. It's twice as clear. It's crazy different. And then for the remaster, they clean everything up. Yeah. In the digital age, with music sounding different in the mu- the digital age... I think that things like remastering to make things sound fuller and not just like, you know, like, I don't know. The conversion was not always great. Uh-huh. So the the remastering is just, yeah, bringing everything, equalizing things, making sure things are closer, which I know in the Devo album, Whip It is still different, uh-huh. but it's still brought up more, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. I'm sure in this case oh, yeah. it is as well. So we're going to- You know what I don't like? What? Is remixed and remastered things because that's when they take like oh yeah each individual thing and like and then all of a sudden they like add more sounds, sounds like, or take things almost, out and... almost doesn't sound like the same song mm-hmm. anymore like when it's remastered it's just beefier and like fuller mm-hmm. and when it's remixed it's like this is almost a new song yeah and I was gonna bring this up iced earthed iced earthed iced earthed <laughs> earth they uh they went back and did a whole album of uh, like a re-recording? Uh, yeah. They kept all the guitar tracks and the vocal tracks, but the drummer wasn't very good on it. And since they, they just went back and they had all the original recordings, so they just cut out the drums and a better, much better drummer just recorded drum tracks. With actual drums or with electronic? Real, yeah, with his real drums. He just played the songs. Was it better? Yes. 
Oh, yeah. They're way easier to listen to. They sound way better. Is that preferable for the majority of the fan base? I don't know, but I can't see how it isn't because the guy that ended up doing the drums for these, uh-huh. he's like one of their best drummers that they've had. Like I think his name was Richard Christie. I might be wrong on that, but I know Richard Christie played for him, but I don't know if he's the guy that did it, but it's way fucking better. And it's really cool that like it's still the guitars that they recorded originally then. It's still uh-huh. the same singer then. It's just way fucking better drums. He like does devil pedal stuff that the guy couldn't do before and just way cooler. So I, that's neat. I just wanted to bring that up. In a situation like that, yeah, I think it would be better if someone was actually not very talented and someone talented came in and did it. Mm-hmm. As long as it's not like this is the new version where it's electronic and it sounds oh, like no. like bullshit. Like God, that would be awful. Where it's like that was the whatever 19 whatever version. This is the like 2019 uh, remix. And, and there are bands that like, fucking do that. Oh, God. I think and, there's a... Or but, we'll like re-record their old uh, hits. <laughs> Don't do that. It's yeah. bad. It's shitting on gold. Uh, remember when we watched the zombies performance the other night? That was rough. Yeah. The, the I zombies. Mean, they are old men. Yeah, and they definitely changed up their style. And but it's that it's singer the, was having a rough time. But he was enjoying himself. He was, looked like he was having a great yeah. time. On the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, the zombies performed recently and it was they did time of the season. And it was something I was definitely interested in watching. I yeah, was like, I, I have like to fucking too. see this. But yeah, it just wasn't The keyboard player fucking crushed it. But I think yeah, he was great. Yeah. He had a lot of energy. He had more energy than everyone else, even though they were working it as best as they could. They're all yeah. fucking old men. Yeah. So and I bet you whatever. Get, but I bet that singer was floaty and weird his whole life, mm-hmm. and now he's an old man, so he's even floatier and weirder. Oh yeah. So he's just up front like, I can do whatever thing I want. Where when people see him, they're like, he is stuck in the past. Uh huh. He is not here with us in the present. <laughs> all right, wake up, wake up, old man. Wake up, you old bitch. <laughs> So what are we listening to? What is this? This is Wake Up. This is the last official track before we get to the hidden track. This is Wake Up. Grab a brush and put on a little makeup. Oh, hide the keys. System shutting down. System of a down, shutting down. (laughs) (laughs) I like that she didn't go straight ballad as far as like ending the album with an official yeah, track you're right because she didn't could have done something like mary jane or whatever and didn't so i like that this has a little more energy than that and it really depends on the artist it depends on the artist and the album for me because sometimes i like when someone kind of eases out of the album yeah and then sometimes i prefer when someone closes it out big yeah But this is so pop. And this was not a single, but I think this sounds so poppy. It's very poppy. It's almost poppy. one of the poppiest. I think it's, for me, it was one of the lower. Oh, yeah. Interesting track. For me as well. But it's helpful that so many are radio hits that you know so many songs already going into it. Yeah, like I said, I couldn't believe. I was like, this fucking song was on here too? God damn. So, yeah, this is the 12th. This is song number 12, so six out of 12 songs were released, not including the hidden track. I have some water. You want some water? 
Yeah, my throat's real scratchy. Did you not prepare with liquid? No. Yikes. I always have... To, I came in with water and soda. Soda pop. And whiskey in the end. After bourbon. the break. After the break, I brought bourbon with me. This is definitely a fade-out song, which is good for me because it's the end of the album. I'm kind of shocked that it is the end of the album. For me, the end of the album should be a banger. I feel like that usually, whether it's up-tempo or more ballady, yeah. it needs to be a strong yeah, track. Yeah, strong like you want, song. Yeah, you yeah. want people to be like, I need to listen to that again. Uh-huh. That's why I'm just kind of like, eh. Yeah, you need to leave a good taste in their it's mouth. Not, it's not a bad song. It's just not like it's not strong. There's way better songs on this album. Yeah. And maybe she feels by ending the song how she does, which we'll get to. But yeah, I just I'm not a big fan of this track. You not a fan. But that happens a lot for me. I I feel like people throw weaker stuff at the end of the album, and I don't like that. You should end it strong. That's my theory. Bring people back. I wonder if there's a reason, like, a DJ doesn't want to play the last track on an album, so they never put the main single as the last track. I do like this part, though. Not what she's saying, but... I kind of like that style of how she does that. That's, like, the only part of the song that I like. Oh, you mean... White girl hip hop? Fuck around. <laughs> that look you giving me. There's nothing wrong with white girls absorbing a little bit of soul in their fucking lives. I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna go out on a limb here. There's something wrong with white girls and hip hop. And when you put the two together, oh boy, you got Nagasaki and Hiroshima on your hands. That's more racist than anything I've said so far, and I've definitely said a lot of questionable, I, not politically correct things. I didn't mean any of it. I'm, I said retarded earlier in oh, the episode. You did. She's the bad girl. Everyone write your letters to Michelle. I didn't call someone a retard. Oh, you just called me that. Get up. Get out of here. I fucking hate the way she ends the song and it's happening very soon. Oh, let's hear it. it. Here it comes. Wake up. <laughs> hate it. It's so bad. It's it's uh, powerful. Grabs you by the taint and doesn't let go. So that's something I probably would have not listened to. I think... I think I would have stopped the tape. I would have turned it over and I would have rewound it. Yeah. Before I can, I can understand that completely. God, I, I remember those days of rewinding. Yeah, they were kind of shitty. <laughs> yeah. They weren't great. For searching for songs, definitely. But Nowadays, I wouldn't mind because I just listen to albums. And you know, I don't listen to things for certain songs. I just fucking put the whole thing on. So now I wouldn't care. It's also just a little bit easier in general to do. And what was cool with tapes was you stopped it. That's where you're where you were left off. It stayed right there. It's fucking cool. God, I miss tapes. Tapes are back in kind of though. They're like a yeah, trendy thing. Kind again. of like a novelty though. 
I know guys who collect tapes. But they're higher priced. It's crazy how much things that became the norm and were so cheap, like a VCR, for example. Yeah. If look it up online, they're not as cheap. Last as they I used looked, to be. they were fucking expensive. Yeah, like, they're not cheap. They're like over more than bucks. I wanted to pay. Like what? It's <laughs> like what it would have cost for a nice one back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Is what it is for just a basic. Yeah, I think what it VCR, is VCR, and I know because it's, it's not in high demand. Yeah, it's not in high demand, and now it's it's like the people that want those kinds of things, you almost kind of want it to be nice. Like a guy who's into records. They want the 180 gram records. They want the record player that's nice. They want the speakers that's nice. So it's no wonder that shit's getting pricier. Or if you ask me, they like the records that are colored. Or that there's something different about it that makes yeah. it stand out. Colored records are fucking cool. Yes. I think really so. Cool. So let's... Um, they make etched ones that you can't play music on. But one side, you can like if you're just going to do one side of that music, you can get the other side etched with like your band logo. It's pretty cool. Sorry. Can you try and listen to it? Yeah, but it'll probably just... It'll get to that chunk where the first engraving is and get stuck. And, and then it'll change. Go, and then you'll fuck up your needle, and then you got to buy another $80 needle. It sounds like fun nowadays. <laughs> so we are going to try and just... I mean, I'm sure this episode, it feels like we've been in here for a fucking while. We're at two hours. Yeah, so let's get through this um, acapella, your house, hidden track. Oh, God. Forgot. Going to your house. Locked up the stairs. I opened your door without ringing the bell. She's a creep. I walked down the hall. Do you think this is based off of reality? No. I think she just wanted to write a fucking weird, creepy song. I really want to tell a story. I think she wanted to confuse people and make people guess if she was crazy. really crazy or not. So she wrote a straight, like, I'm a crazy stalker type or this girl. could just be you like, me, you know, like, if I what if I did do this? This would have been a crazy thing. Exactly what you were just saying pretty much, but I could have been this crazy, you know. I, I realized I could have done this, but I didn't do this. I want to tell a story, but I don't Hold know on. if I should. I just wanted to get that. That sounded country. I yeah, Dolly Parton. No. I don't hear that. I took off my clothes. But okay, you have a story to tell. I don't know if I should tell it, though. So it's kind of like weird. So what the fuck? I mean, because I don't know the story, so I can't tell you whether to tell about, it or not. It's about a person I knew who went to a person's house that they used to date. Okay. Oh, okay. Tell it. Just be vague. Tell okay. This person, and they, they broke up with their girlfriend, and then later, in a drunken stupor, broke into the girlfriend's house while they were home, and proceeded to lay out underwear upon the bed, and jerk off upon the underwear, and then left. He slept there. Did he sleep there? He slept there once, because he was drunk, and oh, yeah. she didn't come home that night. See, that's all the spoilers you get. It was a man and a woman. <laughs> so fucked up. It's super crazy, but yeah, I remember them. Imagine laying all the shit on the bed. Just be like, that's uh, nice. Blow it a load on. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> People are nuts. Literally. People are the things that come from nuts. Your cocks in your hand. 
<laughs> underwear is on the bed. You look like such a fucking psycho. Especially if you smiled. Just for shits and giggles. You caught me. It's the only thing you could do. So forgive me, love. Or you hope Not that. laugh, just smile. Open mouth, shower. wide. So forgive me, Wide eyed. Did you look even more Sell like it. a fucking psycho? Sell it. So forgive You're getting arrested me, on that one. If I cry all afternoon. And that's the end of the fucking album. Yeah. What a way to actually end the album. Like. It would have been better Awful. off if she had just ended it with Wake Up, which is not a song that I'm Awful. that's high on my list at all. So uh, as a general, I this album has been just fine to me, but that is fucking horrendous. It's jarring. Yeah. Why uh, do you think there was music to that at one point? Maybe she has a guitar line to it. And then she was just like, No, I just want to do it a cappella. Or that she wrote it and they just couldn't figure out any music that sounded right. Maybe. So she was just like, yeah, I'll just do it on its own. Or she Maybe. always wanted it to be an acapella song. I to know be a guy creepy. who has an acapella song. Maybe that, in her mind, it made it creepier for it to just be her voice. It is creepier. Mm-hmm. I never thought about it that way. It is. I think so. They'll be like, man. Because any, vo- any music that you would do would either make it not sound creepy or would make it sound cheesy. Yeah, like a joke almost. So it was almost yeah. like she couldn't do music. <laughs> I wouldn't say I wouldn't say that they didn't try to find something to fit. <laughs> I but just... I definitely don't think that. It, I think if they did try, it, they weren't successful. Man, I dated this girl for a while, and then she wrote this song about coming to my house while I was gone. But there was no actual music. She just sent it to me, just singing. Would you forgive me, love? If I put ants in your shower. Okay. So <laughs> that was the album. We have some questions to go over next. Questions. Answers. Questions. Tell me. So the first question will be for me since it is a you. me album. Why did I choose this? This is an album that was on my list for a while. Thank you for ch- picking up on that. Um, this, yeah, this has been on my list. This is something I've been a little hesitant to give because I, you are a harsh critic. You've always been a harsh critic. I think that this, I do believe that this podcast is softening you up because I would not have ever even considered this before we did the podcast. Uh-huh. And it was something that I put on my list, but then I kept going back and forth in my head like, no, I just, I don't, it's, I don't know about that. And then I was just like, okay, I'm going to do this and see how it goes. So it was really a test. Honestly, I did not know how this was going to fucking go. This is a test. Rolling into the next thing, how I thought you would think of it. I honestly was a little worried. I was like, he's going to fucking hate this and this is going to be torturous for him because I don't love her voice. I think it works. We've already discussed mm-hmm. how we feel that that is, even though it is fucking jarring at times as well, but never enough for me to stop it. Um, so, yeah, I honestly thought you were not going to. I thought you would sing along to the songs that you knew, but I thought you'd just be super anti the album and you would just 
shit on her voice, which is fair. I'm not against that. Uh, but yeah, I didn't think it was going to be good. What was your judgment prior to actually listening to it? Uh, this might be rough. Mm-hmm. I really didn't know what to expect. Because even of the songs I knew from the radio, still wasn't that familiar. Well, and you said that you, yeah, you expected less. I didn't. Than what I you expected got. more, not deep material. I expected less, less songwriting. I deep. Ex- I expected less rock writing. and roll. Mm-hmm. I just expected less in general. Yeah. Okay. It was ple- quite. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised. Like holy shit. Writing well, good songs. Do you know how many times that you actually listened to it? Uh, yeah, five. Okay. Favorino. I'm, I tried to make sure that it was going to give it. I mean, I always say, I originally said seven, but mm-hmm. sometimes it's just not realistic, especially this week when we shortened it. So our actual record time. Yeah, we're going to, we're trying to do two at a time. Bank episodes. Which. So far, I'm, podcast terms again. I'm fine with it. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. It's fine because then I just crammed it in. I just knew I had to do it, so I just mm-hmm. crammed it in. Yeah. I probably listened. And five was enough. I probably listened to it about twelve times, maybe. Wow. I've been really digging it. Wow. Twelve times. I've been into it. That's that's a lot. Okay. So, do you have a track list in front of you? I do, but. Haven't decided. I'm trying, I do know which one it is, but I can't remember which one it is. So I think I have to do this wrong. Do you need to listen? I'll oh, you're going to do it yourself? Okay, so I'll go ahead while you're doing that and trying to figure out for yourself so people aren't just sitting and waiting. That's, that'll work. Do you... Okay. So my least favorite is Wake Up. Wake Up! Um, because I usually... The last song, right? I usually don't consider the hidden track an actual track. Because it's not something that they felt to establish and put on the album and put the fucking name on it. Um, I don't really understand hidden tracks except for the novelty factor. And maybe that's why they did it. But yeah, Wake Up is my least favorite. I am um, certain. Even though your house is really bad. <laughs> I, I agree. I'm going to agree with you that that's my least favorite. Wake Up. Yeah, it just seems bland. I don't think it was a good end to an album. Yeah. It's not a terrible song, but it, I don't know. It's definitely lower on the list, and it's it's just really... And, oh, shit. It's I've already really gone moody. through a whole album by now. Yeah. So I'm, like, just tuning out. And this one's kind of the most electronic-sounding to me. It's bland. It's like something uh, you would see in a movie around that time, like of someone, like, walking through a club. And there'd be like weird lights on his face as he's like walking through. Uh-huh. I don't know. That's just what I feel. I agree with the hidden track thing. It doesn't make sense to me unless it's like funny or like super weird and like not their style at all. Mm-hmm. And like they just wanted to put like a swing song on for no like reason. Yours, the second album. Yeah, yeah. Like that works because it's it's just so like a strange. goofy, like weird yes. thing to throw on at the end that uh, they wouldn't just be like, this is representative of who we are. Unless you have a sense of humor and you get it. But it's not going to be like, we're going to label this as something. No. And like, I'm all by myself. Mm-hmm. Songs like that. Like, it was funny. It was fun. And it was almost like worth it to wait. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit around and listen to that fucking hidden track on this thing. No. Actually, if we're counting that, that's my least favorite track. Oh, yeah. But I don't count that. Okay, so I, that's just me personally. Okay. If you want to count that, that's fine. I almost feel like we could because it is an original. 
Okay, that's fine. With it. Yeah, whatever you want to do. I'm going with that one. Since I'm counting that one, it's Ooh. that one, but I do agree with you. Yes. Okay, so favorite track time. Favorite track. I, um, I do say, I have to say, that it's, it's kind of close. Uh, right Through You is my second favorite track. Um, but I've always really been a fan of Not the Doctor. I've always really enjoyed the lyrical content and all the things that she kind of wants to stand for, especially in a relationship. And I feel like, I mean, I don't want to say that any, I don't believe that any relationship relationship is 50-50 realistically someone leans on someone else in different ways more than the other but it's it's still nice to hear someone kind of standing up for themselves and just being like I'm not going to put up with your bullshit I'm not here to just put you back together I'm still going to be my own person I'm not going to just fade into you and bleed into you I'm still going to be me and my own person and I respect that a lot. I think that makes sense for you too. Just a lot of it. You've said a lot of those things to me. <laughs> yeah. I'm not your mom. <laughs> I think that's just a relationship <laughs> quote that happens across the board with a lot of people. Does the same quote happen that I always say after that? You knew who I was when you married me? I never asked you to be my mom. <laughs> yeah, but you needed to be taken care of. You need a little bit of guidance. I know what my favorite song is. You do? I figured it out. Okay, what do you think that it is? Do you have a guess? I always like to see what your ideas are based I honestly, on, on knowing me. I I kind of don't. I think it might be You Oughta Know, but I really have no idea. It's right through you. Shit, man. <laughs> I'm kind of surprised. I thought you weren't going to be into that song so much. That's my second favorite track. It has that grunge sound. Uh-huh, that's why I like it. It's got like heavier sounds in it. Even though that's the song where she's like... This almost sounds like Alice in Chains. But then she's like that... Hey, you're Mr. Man! I know, I'm not gonna laugh at that. Because, <laughs> like, all the stuff I love, I still make fun of. Like, I fucking know that half, like Iron Maiden is ridiculous. <laughs> I think it's fun to also... It's it's fun to be open minded, as much as it. It is. It is. It, it really is to to be able to look at things that you like and understand the absurdity and understand why someone won't like it. Yeah. And still just be like, but I like it anyway. Yeah. It almost feels. It just feels like a strong characteristic, like to be able to be like, I know that you might not be into this. Yeah. And I don't care because I feel like. As a people, we try so hard. I mean, we're fucking, we've got that pack mentality. So we want to, we want to belong. We want to find things in common. So to be able to proudly be like, I feel this way, no matter how you feel is, I think it's pretty cool. I do too. I've always respected that. Agreed. Okay. I am sorry for that. So, how did I originally feel about this? I was not able to listen to this album all the way through. When I originally was exposed to this by my sister, I would only seek out the tracks for the most part. I would fast forward through songs. 
Uh, it wasn't something that I absorbed. I'm not surprised by that at all. I did not absorb it as a full album. I was not ready to accept it as a full album. I wasn't ready to understand all of the moodiness. I wasn't ready for that journey. Now as an adult, which I've been listening to it to test and see if it, it's something that I was ready to give you. Yeah. So it's something that I've been listening to for a while. Huh. But not like all the time, but yeah. every once in a while to just be like, uh, am, am I ready to give this to Sam? Is Sam ready for this? Or is he just going to shit all over it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't shit all over everything at all. But I don't know. Yeah. So there's just also a fear. There's a whole letting a guard down to stuff that you know is cheesier. There's stuff about yeah. this is cheesy. Her voice is not good. Uh-huh. So it's, or at least it's how I feel. So Yeah. It's harder to do the the things that maybe other people will be more critical of. And I think things like this fall into the category of things that people are naturally more critical of, where there's like a line drawn down where you're like, that's pussy shit. Like, that's, oh, yeah. that's not real rock. Like, that's, yeah. that's just fucking shitty and pop music. And that's the way I viewed it for a very, very long time. Yeah. And then and then there's the other side when you almost actually... Almost until a week ago. <laughs> and then there's the side where you actually listen to it and you're like... Okay, this has a little more gravitas than I thought. Like, there's a Absolutely. little it's exactly more what substance to, to this than I thought there would ever be. That's exactly what happened. So, you just you just spoke out the whole experience oh for me, girl. Goodness. So, yeah, I have enjoyed it much more as a whole this time. So, I would say that my my experience has been different. Would I recommend it today? I, I think I would. I think I would just be like, understand, you know, it. I wouldn't ex- recommend it to anyone who isn't aware of her voice already. Yeah. But I would be like, you should give that album a listen to again yeah. and at least revisit it and see how you feel before you write it off. Yeah. Um, if you've heard it before. Um, so, yeah, I think I would recommend it, but I would be reserved. Recommend it with a warning. It would be a reserved recommendation. Uh, an RR. But not... Rest and relaxation. Gotcha. Which is the That's regular R and R. This is R R. We're not fucking with G and R though. Fuck no. Never. We are never doing a Guns N' Roses album. I'm not You hear us world? Never. The only jungles that I'm interested in are pictures and National Geographic. I don't I don't need yeah. to put myself in those situations. I don't need to hear songs about jungles. The only time the only appetite I have is for instructions. On how to not listen to Guns N' Roses. <laughs> okay. And so I, you did say this earlier. but The only you, spaghetti incident I'm looking Jesus for Christ. is when I ate too much spaghetti. Would you listen to this again? If you play it, yeah. If you were on your own? No. Okay. We already said that. I just had to make sure that you said it again under the gaze uh, of the question. In those are the rules. Dems do, dem the rules. rules. <laughs> okay, Sam, it's time for what <laughs> you're gonna be giving me next, even though I already know, but these people don't know. And this is how we do this. So we have to follow the pattern that we've set in place because it's fair and it's normal, and everyone likes when things fall into place and feel familiar. Oh shit! Bottom house. Oh shit! Okay, the album Lick my taint is by a band called Symphony X. 
And the album is called The Divine Wings of Tragedy. It's fucking nerd metal. The all Divine the way. Wings of Tragedy. <laughs> I don't have to say anything. It speaks for itself. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. <laughs> thank you all for listening. I really do appreciate it. We I ap- like everyone that listens to this. It means a lot that you listen to it. Tell your fucking friends to listen to it. If you have any friends, losers. Just yeah. kidding. If you're like me, you don't have it. If you're like me, you don't have any either. <laughs> you fucking losers. So, by the way, thanks to all my friends who listen to this. Yeah, thanks to all <laughs> Sam's friends who listen to this. <laughs> you're you're highly appreciated. I love you, Travis. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Yeah, thank you for listening, Travis. You are still pinned to the weird owl flag. Yeah, oh, there's another one. Bye-bye. Bye. Wipe your butt. <laughs>